is Rowena Dooley asking Seoul citizens to report for duty. Greetings, welcome back to the Soul Citizens. I am Griffin Gaming RPG, and we are back. Today is July 30th, and uh, I am joined by two of the uh, Soul Citizens that uh, happen to make their way available this evening to hang out with me and you all. We have uh, on my left, uh, the one and the only, the man from down under, not Australia, y'all, <laughs> Cal Roddy. What's up, buddy? How are you? Up? Hey, Griffin FC. Hello, Soul Citizen community. Twitch, glad to be here. Yeah, good to see you, man. How's uh, how's everything been going? Pretty good. It's been hot and rainy at the same time. No kidding. Have I you guys been getting the heat down there? Because, like, here, today was decent, right? It was, like, 79, 80. But, like, the latter part of the week, it was up to 100 almost. The heat index was high. So I don't know what it's like down there where you are. Yeah, I think we still feel it. But I, I, I would say not as much because we're usually accustomed to it throughout the entire year. But I um, I think it was a Friday or a Thursday. It was really, really, really hot. hot. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. It was a little too hot for us. <laughs> wow. Charles. Too hot to handle. Yeah, Charles, DC, yeah. thank you so much for that sub. Thanks for kicking thank us you. off for six months. We appreciate thank you. you. Thank you, thank you, thank you. Yeah, I've got some friends who've been in places like Texas and stuff. And, you know, they're Ooh. talking 100 degrees. And I think it was in Nevada or Arizona. It was like 27 days straight of, of 105 plus heat. Mm. That just, that's just crazy. I don't know how to do that's with that. That's crazy. Yeah. And also joining us, we have Fastcart FC. How are you, buddy? Hey, I'm doing well, thank you. I'm Fastcart, also, also known as FC. FC. And today, I may I may have some bright ideas. So whenever I get a bright idea, you, you will know. Okay, a bright idea. That ought to be interesting. <laughs> Is it? Uh, how's the weather hey, been up well, there by it, you? It's a hundred watt equivalent, so it'll be fine. Okay. How's the weather been up there by you up in uh, East Coast, Northeast? <laughs> been hot it's been a hot week but um it's cooling down today and okay. it's supposed to go back up later in the week but yeah okay. I, I got the ac on and on full blast so i'm good okay well that's good it's not too bad then that's good i'm glad to hear that well we've got mm -hmm. a subject today well, how about you oh i'm yeah i'm fine <laughs> i'm here i'm fine <laughs> what can i say i'm here i'm fine um we we've got a topic today uh that we uh decided to title space tycoon and um, I, I think I want to talk a little bit about that title, too, um, so that people understand what it is. Because a lot of times when people think about being a tycoon, I think the first thing that pops up in people's mind is money, right? You know, people who are very wealthy, very rich. Um, but I do want to kind of expand on that a little bit before we delve into the full topic of how this ties into the game uh, Star Citizen. Um, but before we go into that, we do want to remind you that we are in the, first of all, hello to everybody who's here. I'm, I'm sorry I didn't get to say that again the right way. We appreciate you guys being here today. Um, many of you guys know we're doing a charity drive for uh, St. Jude Children's Hospital. We've been doing that since the beginning of June, and we are wrapping up the month of July going into August. And we want to reach the goal of $10,000 uh, by CitizenCon weekend, October 21st and 22nd. And you guys can help us do that. Uh, a little later, we're going to show our little infomercial, our little inf commercial 
uh, for St. Jude, but many of you have already contributed. We really appreciate what you guys have done thus far. It has been phenomenal. You guys have us at $1,677. So we are just 400, let me do my math real quick, fast card, $423 short. <laughs> Hopefully I got that right. Uh, is it 300, $323 short of our next goal of $2,000, where we will give away a um, Star Citizen UEE Naval Jacket along with the UEE Naval Cap. And then we'll be just $1,000 away from our very first 12 hour live stream, uh, which you guys could help us do as well. So if you know anybody who has uh, never seen our show, feel free to te text them or you know, was it Twitter them or whatever it is you wanna do, Instagram them, we're on all the platforms. Let them know to come check out Soul Citizen, especially if you're into Star Citizen, the game. Uh, but we really appreciate all the uh, effort and all the contributions that you guys have done thus far. So thank you for that. Okay, guys, we're going to get ready to jump into it. Um, this topic of the space tycoon. Um, so uh, let's see, who was that? Uh, Heroic Immortal. Thank you, thank you, thank you for that follow. Glad you are here thank to join us follow. tonight. Thank you. Thank you. Um, I'm Miss Whammer. I'm Miss Whammer. You know what? Yeah, you know what? I haven't been bringing up, you know, what's happened is my stream deck got so full, I had to pull Whammer's buttons out of there. So we'll have to bring Whammer oh. back. Yeah, I know. <laughs> I know. Yeah, Too Whammer. Bad. Yeah, I know. But we'll, we'll have to bring Whammer. Let's see if we can bring back Whammer one time. Thanks for the follow. All right, there you go. There's Whammer. Whammer's still around. I just don't have a button for him. Yay, so I'm happy now. Okay. <laughs> um, it's our little mascot. Yeah, our little mascot, right? Whammer's been around for a little while. Um, Let's talk a little bit about this thing of the tycoon. Let's go with, as always, uh, we want to go with a definition. And um, this is one easy one. It's kind of rounds out most of the definitions that I found out there. But a tycoon is a person of great wealth influence or power a magnet not a uh you know kind of magnet but you know uh, a business tycoon a political tycoon fast card a political tycoon too um so i wanted to challenge these guys today and we're going to challenge you guys in the audience too to think about star citizen beyond just making uec what we really want to talk about is if your gameplay is at the level where you actually are impacting the game world. Now, I know that sounds pretty ambitious, right? Because there's going to be thousands of people playing this game, potentially. Uh, but the question is, will you gain some form of reputation? Vescart, you and I played Eve. And we know that the goons uh, huh. were um, an organization of great reputation, right? You can say that, yeah. Well, no, I mean seriously. I mean, they, yeah, they had. They, 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 yeah. I wouldn't say great reputation, but sure. Well, you don't think you don't think they had the biggest great reputation in the game? I'm talking about great in the, in the sense of the amount of reputation that they had. Oh, yeah, okay, they were yeah, okay, I got you now. Okay, I got you. That that, that, that I can agree with. Yeah, well, could you elaborate on it a little bit? Say, I'm trying to get you to feed you so you could talk about it, so I don't have to talk no, about it. No, okay. <laughs> I, I would say that the goons are infamous in, in the reputation. It, it, back in the, back when I played it, it was goon versus Bob or Band of Brothers, and both mm. of those had had, had 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 reputation, and they uh they controlled. The market in, in some in some aspect because yeah. they they controlled um vast areas w w within Nostar back in the day. Yeah. But then Goon had yeah had a 
miss, let's say a mishap, and then mm -hmm. it was um, goon form was left, and then other people could try try to come in to take uh, take Bob's place. But I don't think it was ever the same, in, in my opinion. Right, right. But when people came into the game, they were like one of the main organizations, or they weren't called orgs in there. They were called um, corporations. Yeah, corporations. Corporations. Yeah, and and people knew about who the goons were. You know, and it, it was almost mm -hmm. like one of those things where if you played the game long enough, eventually, as big as Eve was, you were eventually going to have an encounter with the goons. It was almost inevitable that that would happen, particularly like Fastcard said, certain regions of space, they dominated those areas. Now, Star Citizen is going to be laid out differently, but the idea is, is that they just weren't known for having resources, but there was reputation. They also had impact in business in the sense of where people could trade. I mean, there's a lot of stuff that that particular org had impact in, in the game. And that's and also hmm? what, and, and also, when it, when it comes to having the biggest ship, Gloomform was one. They had several Titans. Yeah. So, yeah. Yeah, their fleet, they had, they had everything they needed, right? I mean, it took them a while to build that, but they did it. And so there have been plenty of people, you know, can I say this? Star Citizen is not Eve. I will say that first off. Yeah. But there are, <laughs> there are a ton of people who came out of Eve who are in Star Citizen. I've been in Eve. Asgard's been in Eve. Calrati, did you ever play Eve or no? I played for a couple of years. A yeah. couple of years. Okay. So you know as well that there are people who will try to come in and basically create a, a certain level of reputation. They will want yeah. to affect the business in the game, the trading in the game, the politics in the game, mm -hmm. uh, not just make money. And so exactly. you could be that person who comes to the game and enjoys it just for the sake of making enough to, you know, play the game and, and have a good time. And there's nothing wrong with that. Uh, but we're also going to talk about the possibilities of when all the mechanics are in the game, when everything is there, everything that CIG has told us that potentially would be in the game, how maybe we'll start looking at how you can take those things and take them to another level beyond just filling your bank account. So that's kind of what the theme of this show is. So what, what these guys are going to do with me is we're going to go through ways that people make profit and money now, and maybe even some reputations that exist in the game in its current state. And then we're going to talk about later on when everything's in place, but are maybe some more expanded ways that we could talk about becoming a space tycoon. So we want to lay that groundwork first, but that definition, once you keep it in mind, it's not just about money, influence, power, um, business, po politics, all that stuff can be an aspect of possibly uh, becoming a tycoon. Okay. All right. So that's the name of that. Let's talk about these first category guys. And we're going to kind of, I got some images here. Not a lot, but a few images that'll go along with stuff as we're, as we're talking about these topics. Um, Cal Roddy, I'm going to go to you on this one because I know this is something that you have done before, um, and that's bounty hunting. Um, yeah. If, if give a brief for anybody who maybe has not done it before. Maybe they've been in the game, they've just never done bounty hunting, or maybe they're new watching this and they're hearing about it. Kind of give an idea of what, how people can make money or profit or, you know, you can't become a tycoon per se, but you can have some reputation about it. But... Talk a little bit about that for us. Yeah, sure. So a bounty hunter, especially in Star Citizen, is someone who, you know, interacts in the form of combat uh, predominantly uh, by finding a target, hunting them down, and destroying them. Right. Currently, that is the current design of the game. Mm -hmm. Of course, we've heard from CIG what other aspects to complete the bounty hunting atmosphere will be like. Mm -hmm. So this can be in the form of hunting NPCs down uh, or hunting players down. Mm -hmm. um, that can be found via the mission log or the, or the mission manager, the contracts manager. 
Um, sometimes, you know, um, an org where somebody will actually say, hey, I've put out a bounty, um, you know, a custom bounty just by way of words uh, for this person on a shard. And I've seen that. And, you know, it's it's become it, it usually tends to evolve into something that's pretty really entertaining and, and engaging. Uh, so they will say, OK, I'm offering 10 million alpha UEC or even a million alpha UEC, depending on, um, you know, their um, affiliation with that bounty. Um, and, you know, anybody who sees them on their shard will tend to sometimes try to find that person and either record it, record them, you know, taking them out to get that reward. So um, it has, you know, right now it has an interesting um, set of layers, not as deep as we would like it to be, especially since, you know, we have that global target right now. Mm-hmm. But um, it, you know, there is room to grow and we've seen and heard of some directions at which CIG has and I, I added into the second half, so we'll talk about where CIG really wants to go with it later. Yeah. What are some of the negatives to bounty hunting right now as far as what's not there? Because there are some things that players can do that circumvent, you know, the whole bounty hunting thing, right? Mm, yeah. The, the first one is definitely definitely that, that global target. Yeah. As, as, as someone who's been on the bounty side of things where I've been the bounty, it, it can be, you know, pretty disappointing. It can be... You know, it, it sucks sometimes because, you know, um, let's say I, I don't, I don't, I, I don't always shoot players, <laughs> right? I, 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 I engage with NPCs only too. So, you know, it would be nice to not have a, a global target over my head when I'm doing something <laughs> that is semi-innocent, right? It's not really blocking or bugging any players, but um, that global target is definitely one. But one that definitely sticks out is when you're flying from Microtech to Crusader for that bounty where that last known target was located. And then as soon as you reach Crusader, bounty failed because they logged out. Yeah. They oh. Yeah, the logging out is the kicker, yeah. right? Mm-hmm. Yeah, you only have so much time. And and, and, and there are people who know that. And they, <laughs> they log out. I remember Colossal telling us a story one time and he tracked the guy all the way to Grimhex, was in the bar talking to the guy and the guy decided to pop out on him, you know, if he did all that tracking, you know, he was really frustrated with that. You know? Yeah, yeah. But Kawadi, maybe he didn't log out. Maybe he got, lo- maybe he lost connection. Or they uh-huh, lost connection. yeah. No, of course, yeah, let's go all. with that. Not at all. Just a coincidence that happened at, the, at, at that time, that's all. Just at that time, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah. They had yeah. a 30K, that's what happened. At the, at the, <laughs> inopportune 30K, just, just, just that person. Uh, not you, on the same uh, server. Yes, just <laughs> timing, the timing. Yeah. So it, it, again, we want you guys to know the mechanics, everything's not there, but CIG has talked about things that they will do later. And we're going to talk a little bit later on about how maybe reputation starts to come about with doing bounty hunting. Um, but let's, let's move on to the next one here, which is corporate security. Um, this one here, I want to kind of touch on, I don't know, Fast Card, if you've ever done any of these missions before. Have you done any of these security missions, like when Hurston hires you to do something or something like that? Eve online with my, with my experience with these missions, but not in Star Citizen now. Okay, not in Star Citizen. Okay, all right, cool. So, as you guys know, uh, in Stanton, there are four system, four corporations, uh, and you guys know that there are missions that you can take um, that are considered uh, mercenary missions, and you can take them either from R Corp, uh, good old Hurston Dynamics, or you can take them from Crusader and Microtech, and these do build reputation. Uh, as you go through them. Um, Right now, it's all NPC-based. Most of the time, these are like the UGF missions that you get. There are other missions that they'll give out, but in general, the underground facilities. 
but in general, these are the ones that a lot of folks go in to do just some very quick FPS with. Um, I don't know that there's anybody who's any form of building reputation right now. We can talk about later on how maybe CIG will take that to another level later on. But currently, this is one of the ways that people will very quickly try to build up at least making money or credits. I should say not money, credits. Um, I don't think that there's, Karate, I don't think there's really any big reputation boost to this, except if you guys read this week's monthly report, they stated in there that now your reputation with orgs or with uh, corporations and organizations are now going to have impact against other ones. And as they, they've been telling us that that was coming. So if you start doing a lot of stuff for one particular org or, or um, mission giver, you're going to have to be very much aware that it may impact um, whether or not you have um, clout someplace else. They even talked about uh, purchasing things. Uh, being able to go into certain stores. If you have clout and reputation with this particular group, you may be able to buy stuff in their store at a discount. Uh, they talked about NPCs are now maybe not going to interact with you. They will either be aggressive or they'll be friendly to you. So, you know, these these lore pieces that are in the game, even the corporations, the, um, the mission givers, we're going to be much more aware of now if you're trying to build revenue. You may not be able just to go to any old body or whoever is closest to you to make money and not have it impact you in some way as a player in the game. So that's something exactly. to be aware of. Pat Carrot, anything you want to say in relation to that before we move on? Yeah, yeah. Um, just to touch on what you just said, Griff, you know, it, it was really nice to hear that, that because I know a lot of us especially with the whole progression and RPG aspect, have been really, really looking forward to this. Mm -hmm. I, I remember NPC Orgs was on the roadmap. It was on the release view about five, four or five years ago. Mm -hmm. And of course, priorities uh, shift and, and plans change. So to have it be mentioned again, um, and you know, with some extra detail now, it means that you know, at least it's back on the radar in some case. And I'm sure a lot of us are really looking forward to being able to experience that. It'd be very cool, very cool. And I'm, I'm looking forward to finally getting my BMM so I can have some brand new reputation because <laughs> evidently that, that, that told me a thing too, so. Yeah, but you know, the problem with that is that if you get your BMM, how long is it gonna be before the Banu systems are anywhere near us? I mean, you're gonna be still, what, waiting how long before you get out where Banu reputation is significant? So you better I'm start firing up your other ships. Well, get you, yeah, okay. <laughs> Okay. <laughs> if he wants, I can take his BMM and wait until the 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 bank. No, I'm good. Online. Thank you, Colorado. Thank you for the Same. offer. Thank you for the kind offer. Say, I'm good. Yeah. <laughs> I'll say you better stock up on Cretan Formula 16 because uh, it's going to be a little while before uh, we get out to the bad new systems, but we'll see. Um, okay, that's that. Um, another popular one that people do. In fact, we introduce people into the game on this one, and that is the straightforward thing right at the beginning, the old box mission, right? Uh, um, we'll talk about this later and how this can expand later, but some of the benefits to this one is, first of all, getting used to navigating and getting around. Um, it doesn't seem like a big thing, but we tell people in the very beginning when they play the game, if you want to learn how to the game, just do box missions. And people say box missions, that sounds so boring. But box missions do teach you where locations are, how to get in and out of a planet, its atmosphere, landing, you practice all that stuff with the simplicity of just doing a box mission. Uh, yesterday night, uh, we did uh, soul shenanigans last night and there was Admiral Kusanagi, 
uh, Daigoji was with us, and um, oh, I can't think of who the fourth person was. There were four of us. Um, no, Stunner, MT Stunner. Stunner. And we went out, and I picked. We were doing some UGF, some underground facility missions, just to warm up because we were going to do a big FPS thing at the end of the night. So we just did that to warm up. And then I picked this box mission. It was one of those ones where pick up three box, you know, pick up these three boxes and take them three different places. Well, interestingly enough, uh, when we got to it, it was at a, 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 an outpost. And when we got there, there were four fighters waiting for us when we were there. And we had uh, aerial combat in atmosphere over Daymar, which was very different for us, at least for most of us. It was a lot of fun. Soon as we landed, Admiral said, we've got something else on the radar. And sure enough, we had four more come in and we had to get back in the air and fight again. Uh, then we went down and there were people down at the outpost and we had to wipe them out. This is basically what is a box mission, but it turned into both aerial combat, ground combat, and transportation or, or cargo moving stuff around. But these missions are going to start becoming growing and get even bigger now, especially when it comes to reputation and things of that nature. So... And if that's the case, who needs the who needs theater of, of war when you have all that going on? Well, theaters of war didn't include the box aspect of it. <laughs> I mean, theaters of war is a whole other thing. That's just going FPS. Yeah, I know. You know, yeah, but, you should get into yeah. some of the people. Though. But, right, but the reason why I'm mentioning this is because I'm trying to say how a box something that started out as simple as a box mission has now grown to adding other components into the game now. So instead yeah, Charles, of Charles said all that over your box, I'm like, yeah, yeah, all so, that over a box. Right. So instead of just doing the box, you had you had the box, you had FPS, and you had aerial combat, all within the same mission. And I think CIG is going to continue to develop that out, so that it's not just the boring box mission anymore, or just the boring UGF mission. But they start to make these combined effort missions, which I think was we had a lot of fun. It took us about an hour to do it last night. It was we had a lot of fun doing it. Um, it was very cool. Um, okay, so that's the simple one, the box mission. No big deal there. Um, delivery, box mission. Okay, discovery, I'm sorry, discovery. Uh, Rivers, Pico, Rex. <laughs> um, uh. Let's talk about that. There's actually a little bit more to it than that. Um, the reason why I call these discovery missions is because these are the things that CIG put into the game and they didn't tell you where it was. They just told you it was in there, right? And we basically had to find them. Um, sometimes players will find them and they'll make a video on how to get there or they'll come up with some other way, you know, to tell people how to get to a certain location. The Pico's thing was, you guys remember when D Jared told us about the hidden Pico cave or whatever? Yep. You know, I think only yeah. a few people have ever found them. I'm not sure yeah. they ever found all of them. Uh, but that was a discovery. There's people have going around and they're discovering, they're finding this thing. We know it's there. They discover it. Um, the other one is the Ranta on the right. Some of you guys have seen the Ranta. Have you ever seen the Ranta before, Fast Car? No. Ah, you don't let know what you're a, missing. Let me get a, a blow up of that. Yeah, Kelrady, tell him what the Ranta is. Oh, you mean the bug, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Um, it's something that you shoot from outer space. At least it's, <laughs> it's a that's, that, He's that's not long. <laughs> He's not long. Yeah, it's they, the only way to be sure, right? <laughs> well, this is what they did. When the sand caves came in, they told us about the sand caves. But then we went into the sand caves, and all of a sudden we saw this thing laying on the ground, didn't know what it was. And it just looks like a shell when you pick it up. But then when you pick it up and you hold it up, this thing's actually moving. There's this bug that's down there. It doesn't crawl or do anything, but it is like the very first quote unquote, I guess you could say creature that they've placed into the game. 
Um, we don't know what the, I don't know what the lore is on it, but before they put these in, you used to go through caves and they had this stuff called Ranta Dung. I don't know if you guys ever remember that, the little white funky looking stuff that you used to pick up. Well, that's, these things produce that. And so that's the first bug that we have. But again, we didn't know about them. CIG didn't say anything about them, but we went in and boom, they were there. Um, yeah, the turtles. I forgot about that, Jeff. The the, yeah, the, gonna, the I think about the turtle. The turtle. Bring that out. Yeah, yeah, that was another one. That, uh, I, I forgot about the turtles. That was another one that they introduced and didn't give us any big warning on. They came into the mm. game. Um, again, rivers. Same thing. I still have only seen probably three rivers out of the what thirty something that they put into the game. Something around there. I don't know. It's a lot of them. I haven't um, seen any yet. You haven't I'm seen still being any. <laughs> <laughs> you haven't seen any. Um, but there are rivers in the game and they told us that there were rivers, but it's like, Hey, have at it, go find them. Um, and then lastly, we knew that they put in wrecks. There were, there's a, um, a star runner, a mercury, or I should say a mercury, a mercury wreck. There's also a 600 I wreck. Uh, you guys know that earlier CIG had a javelin wreck in the game. Uh, yeah. we had wrecks in space for a period of time. We used to have, um, in the, um, the belt around Yela. There used to be wrecks out there that you would come across. Uh, they didn't, there was some of them that had mission stuff tied to them for a period of time. Uh, I don't know if those wrecks are still out there. I haven't seen one in forever. I don't think so. Yeah. I tried looking for the Starfarer. You tried yeah. looking for the Starfarer ones? Yeah. Because yeah, you used to see I, those. Yeah. Yeah. Um, no, we don't count the fish in the tank, Akuma. We we knew about those. It doesn't take much to discover yeah, those. those. Are, yeah, you can discover those in your in your hangar. <laughs> those are easy to discover. Um, but yeah, they they used to have the wrecks out there uh, for a period of time. But the cool thing is that we these are things we stumbled across. Another one was Benny Hinge. I forgot about Benny oh, yeah. Hinge. Benny Hinge was another one uh, that you had to find. Uh, again, I'm uh, ho go ahead, Fescar. Oh, how would you classify the um? The Benny, um, the, the Benny challenge. That was something that um, that people did on themselves by themselves. Was that getting the, the challenge? Was that getting the vending machines? Yeah, the vending machines. Um, I, I'm, there might have been an aspect of discovery there because nobody knew that there were big vending machines out there at um, uh, Hovelex. back in the Hovelex, day. It yeah. wasn't until you went there that you found out because you might have saw somebody with that machine and said, "Where'd you get that from?" So there may have been an aspect of discovery yeah, for discovery for that, because um, CIG didn't really talk about those big bennies they did, but not the machines, right? That you, machine, that you could yeah. actually snarf one, which people still do to this day. Somebody <laughs> yesterday, I think it was either I don't know who it was. I think it was Daigoji. He said he's got a, a big benny machine in his uh, in his Max that he has in there in the back that he puts back there. Uh, but discovery, and and I'm hoping the CIG does more on this line of discovery in the game. You know, the things they put in, they I don't mean, tell uh, us, you uh, just stumble uh, across it. At the at the start of every every pack, a river should be easy, easy to find because people are crying rivers all over the place when when the reset and everything. So this is where anybody. Nope. Ban, no one banned me. No one banned me yet. Yeah. No one banned me yet. Yeah. Keep pushing it. <laughs> keep pushing it. Okay. Um, let's talk about some other ones here. Exploration in caves. We talked about that a little bit. That's where we saw the Ranta at. Um, there was also another thing that they had in the caves that a lot of people have seen. If you go, you have to go deep in the caves to see it. I don't know what they call it, Cal Roddy, because I know Fast Car doesn't go down in the caves. Um, what is that stuff, nope. the stuff with the illuminated ceiling? Right. Um, I remember seeing them. I, I just refer to 
You just refer oh, them as in what? the ceilings, yeah. Oh, okay. As glowworms, yeah. Glowworms. But I can't remember the, the specific term. Yeah, maybe somebody in chat go, knows. Yeah. yeah. When you go deep, deep down, um, though I haven't seen them in some time, um, especially the ones in, when you do the bounty hunter missions, but mm -hmm. they still may be there. Hmm. Yeah, I've only seen, yeah, for Rivers, uh, Jeff, I've only seen three. That's it. That, it's also because I haven't gone looking for them either because yeah. it takes a lot to, to go over those planets and try to stumble across them. There's a lot. You realize how big the planets are when you start trying yeah, to find them. You do have to fly really low. Yep. Because of yeah, you can't so pull. You can't, you can't, really fly you can't be like five, six thousand meters exactly. up. <laughs> you got to be like a thousand, fifteen hundred meters, and that's about it. It makes it super harder. Yeah, it's difficult. Gonna, gonna have to coin a new term: a river in a, in a haystack. Yeah, it's it's very difficult to uh, to come across them. Uh, but caves. Uh, the, if you haven't been to the caves yet, sand caves are beautiful. But we're gonna keep going because I want to get on this thing about the tycoon piece. Um, medical, uh, in medical beacons. Um, these are, there are people out there, and we know that there are organizations even that focus in on medical uh, as a gameplay mode and they're building reputation. Guys, Kurt, remember a while back we did a thing and we had, uh, I can't remember her name. She was a nurse in real life and her whole org was made up of doctors and nurses. Remember that? And their whole org was about it doing medical. It was something else? No, 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 medical, medical, not fuel. Medical, okay. It was yeah. when we had the piracy oh, yeah, guy, did, yeah, remember? Yeah. I can't mm -hmm. think of her name now, but their whole org was made of people in real life who do medicine and in the game, they wanted to do medical, uh, to be able to supply medical uh, to anybody in the game, pirate, fun, you know, good person, whatever the case may be. Um, yeah, and, 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 and the whole thing is that if you shoot at them or, or get into the bad kind of rep, you, you, you're banned for, for, for life. You, you, can, you, you will never receive um, 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 services from them if, if you do the wrong thing. So you got to be careful. Yeah, you're banned from them, not banned from the game. Banned from them, yeah. Like, yeah, they won't, they won't come back and help you out, uh, which is, yeah, they had a whole thing set up for that. But they want to build reputation in the game. Again, they want to become magnets of medicine right they wanted people to know that this is who you call when something goes down it's pretty ambitious well, were they the one that had a website and everything yeah they had a website yeah I could, the whole nine yeah. yards yeah yeah and i think uh med runners is another one they're trying to push into that area as well um these groups that want to be able to be known for doing something um mercenaries um mercenary missions you know i, I think those are going to be kind of individual i, I describe the mercenary as being like the han solo person you know, somebody who has a reputation, Cal Roddy mentioned this earlier, uh, somebody that has a reputation that you know you can hire to do something, particularly in the areas of nefarious stuff, stuff that maybe you don't want to do, that you don't want to get your hands dirty on, or it may be just danger, right? Fast yeah. cart, somebody who you may want yeah, somebody I mean, to pick up say, something for say, you. Um, um, I would say more of a Boba Fett character. They, they, they get things done. You, you are only um, like a special, a specialist, if, if you want to call them that way. So they, they, they can come in and get things done, or, or maybe not. They can do anything. I'm thinking of the mission: bounty hunting, corporate security. They're for hire. They're people for hire. Yeah. They're people for hire to yeah. do some work for you that maybe you don't want to do. Uh, and that could be for anything, right? I mean, Ascar's really into this thing about trading. And there may be something that he's heard about, an artifact or someplace in some place in an area of space that he might feel is too risky for him to go into, then maybe he's willing to hire somebody. Now, of course, 
there's some dangers in doing that because, you know, mercenaries, sometimes they're loyal and sometimes they ain't so loyal, right? So <laughs> I'm sure you got well, to pretty much make sure. Sometimes they're loyal to the bank account, but yeah. Well, Whoever it's always money. about money. It's always about money, but mm -hmm. I'm talking about, are they loyal to you or loyal to somebody else? You know, somebody comes with a higher bid, you know, mm -hmm. uh, you know, some of them will say, nah, remember like in the, the Mandalorian, he's like, nope, that ain't going to work. You know, I'll pay you 10 times what they're paying you. Nope, that don't work. You know, so we'll see how that goes. Um, mining currently in the game, uh, people make money using the rock. They do surface mining. Um, they may do that by hand or not handheld. They'll do that with the, um, uh, uh, like a prospector. Um, there's cave mining. And then there's also folks that are out in the asteroid belt. Um, don't know that there's anybody who's really known as a mining corp that has reputation yet. I'm sure there will be some people out there who, would, yeah, I, they're coming. Yeah. Yeah. I, yeah Cause there are plenty of orgs that Eventually. have hit that in their goals and their directions that they want to be known for that. Uh, but, um, it, it, we'll have to see where that one goes over time. Uh, contract work. Now this goes into another area. Let me pull this up a second here. Did I miss one? No, I didn't. Uh, contract work. Um, these are the ones that we currently have, and we know that CIG is going to be bringing more and more people in that we will talk to, uh, to get certain types of missions. Um, but being able to do work for the organizations or gangs in the game is going to be another aspect of building your renown. Um, CIG is not the first game to talk about how people can start to build a certain level of reputation in the game or rep in the game and become basically famous, infamous, whichever way you want to look at it. Um, these are the stepping stones to that type of thing, building relationship with the various characters that CIG puts in um, but I'm curious, to, do you guys think that people will literally become known in the game? Like you actually, like, we've got some names already. I could spit out like people who do crazy stuff in the game, right? <laughs> and oh, people say, oh, so-and-so, yeah. so-and-so's at, you know, at Porto, right? Uh, do you see that also happening when people are doing certain type of careers? Let me go to the fast cart first on that one. People go to, uh, I don't know if they can become famous or like, corner the market on, on anything like that but it, 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 it maybe if they get to get the the first person who can map out their, their reputation with a certain with a certain um npc or or, or corporation maybe mm. okay okay karate i'm gonna touch on uh fc just mentioned there um you know currently reputation doesn't impact he, he, um, is he going out in and out for you yeah come a little bit closer you're, oh, you you're clipping a little okay. bit yeah you're good now. all right cool so i would say when reputation becomes a lot more mature mm -hmm. uh i think that's when we'll have that contract um that contract work um a lot more um in demand mm -hmm. um especially especially be it for orgs or for single uh, for single persons if you need to access something just like what the the um the roadmap had talked about mm -hmm. with regards to reputation gates and you know instead of taking the time to build a reputation with a particular faction you can hire or issue out a, con a contract to go fetch this do this job mm -hmm. if you know that somebody has some kind of positive or negative affiliation with another org or with another faction mm -hmm. um, in the game so when you know reputation becomes a lot a lot stronger and a lot more impactful mm -hmm. i think that's when we're going to be seeing that kind of strength and advantage of having that kind of contract work um in the game 
Okay. But that's not, I, I don't think that's going to be for a while. Like, I, yeah, I, 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 mean, I, I wouldn't even want to put, I, would, I wouldn't even want to put shooting team on that. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> but what we do know is that they are moving toward making reputation much more significant in the game now. Yeah. We have, they haven't done that in a little bit. So we'll have to see where they take it to next. Um, let's see. After that, we've got trading. And FC, I know this is something for you. Um, you know, you talked about being able to use the Banu Merchantman and being able to find, I, I, my assumption was, was that you're going to be looking to find unique items, things to be able to sell. You're not just going to be looking for the most common things. How do you see... For the Banu Merchantman, yeah, more unique, more specialized. If I were to get a, get, get, get a hold of you or, or even my, my whole B, it, it'll be more for common stuff, but yeah. Okay, okay. So you would do the more exotic things, the rare items with the, that would be your shop, would be your bad new merchant for that type of stuff. That's where people would come to. Depends on whichever, whichever would, would, would make me more money at that specific time and that specific place. But yeah, that, 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 is, that is my plan. Like we used to do that stuff in, uh, in, in EVE Online, we, you know, buy low or sell high, mm-hmm. that, 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 that's the name of the game. Yeah. So reputation though, in that case can be both good and bad for you. Is that correct? Yeah, because because I mean, if you, if you want to buy low and sell high, you definitely want to go to go to some place or some people who have a good reputation. But sometimes you may be forced to take a loss, or 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 maybe a time constraint will force you to to go to some place you don't have a reputation, but or even a bad reputation. Mm. But but those hopefully will be few and far few and far in between when that when that occurred. But who knows? Okay. okay. Um, Cal do you see? Uh, let's use let's use uh, 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 I was gonna say let's use Fast Card as our guinea pig, but um, I'll just say let's use him as the example. What do you see as the positives and the negatives to be, let's say he becomes the space mogul, like he becomes the person known uh, for getting exotic items from? What are the pros and cons for that for him as a game in the game? So I'm going to target him. <laughs> <laughs> oh my God. A little bit of madness and Randier. Thank but, you guys for the subs, boss oh, lady. No, that thank- was Empty Stunner. Oh, it was Empty Stunner. Oh, he gifted. Oh, it was Empty Stunner. Thank you for the gift subs to them. Thank you. Empty Stunner. Yeah. Go, so go ahead. Go ahead, uh, Calrati. Yeah, so I was going to say, I'm going to target them, but you know, when it comes to farming, you. You can't be too greedy. If you know that, you know, he's the tycoon for gathering those unique items, mm-hmm. it's going to take one or two, not the most valuable ones mm-hmm. either. So, you know, but, um, you know, on a serious note, if he actually becomes an icon like that, uh, it's definitely going to attract a lot of interested people. And that is where you would have that kind of focal point uh, where different persons and emergent gameplay may actually come about. Um, mm-hmm. Some persons may even, uh, you know, he may exist in a, in a particular system or want to exist in a particular system mm-hmm. uh, where it is difficult to gain reputation mm-hmm. uh, so that he isn't targeted by guys um, or bad girls um, to a large extent. Yeah. You know, where security is at a higher risk or right. um, is at a higher level. Right. So this may actually shift or encourage certain persons depending on how much they need those artifacts. Um, for whatever other particular work they they, they may be um, they may need it for, mm-hmm. uh, you know, to go and target him for both the positive and the negative. Okay, 
Now, the other side to that, though, fast cart, is that as your reputation gains, and we're not, I'm not talking about reputation on the NPC level, but I mean amongst actual game players, right? Yeah. There's the other side that says that here's the guy we know that we can go to if I'm looking for something and I can't find it. Maybe fast cart has one. You know what I'm yeah, saying? I'll, I'll, I'll open my trench coat and say, what about what? Or, or, no, what about Moby Glass? And yeah, uh, maybe I have an exotic Moby Glass. I, maybe maybe I, I go to Shining Moby Glass. <laughs> no, I mean, but you get my point, right? I yeah, mean, I there is that other side of the coin that says that if I'm trying to find something, because like they've talked about artifacts and things like that. Those are the type of things I see if I can't find it or if there's someplace, like he becomes a resource for me as a player. Now, at the same time, like you said, Calrati, it also brings a certain level of targeting or vulnerability to him yeah. because people know he's the guy who might have such and such too. But there are things that you can do as a player. And we'll, when we get to the later part here, we'll talk about that. What are some things as a player that he may need to do to once he builds that type of reputation to protect himself, right? Because he's going to need protection, basically. That's really what it's going to exactly. come down to when it's all said and done. Um, Okay, we got a couple more here. We're going to get into our, and we're going to take our break in a minute. Um, transportation, beacons. Right now, beacons are the only thing that we have in the game. Um, someone gets stranded, someone's ship gets blown up, they wake up in the hospital, they only have one ship. Uh, some people just role play. They're, they may want to call, they've got other ships, but they don't want to call those ships. Or maybe the only ship they have is a, I'm picking a rando ship, uh, a Carrick. And the carrot takes 45 minutes to respawn after it's been destroyed. None of their org mates are on, so they need a ride. So they drop a beacon and uh, they want someone to pick them up. Um, that's about the most that people can do right now. I don't know if there's a, I don't think there's any way to form any big reputation for that right now in the game. Uh, you can rate people, I think, if, they, if they've done bad things. But I'm not so sure that it's at the place right now where we're so interdependent on transportation that it's going to be significant. I think that'll come later, but I don't Maybe know if it's when Kylo opens up. Hmm. It's a good question. No? I would say um, transportation. You broke well. up again. You broke oh, up. Oh, mm -hmm. sorry about that. Yeah, so I would say, we could definitely talk about this later on, uh, yeah. but I would say that transportation may see more value to it uh, when we don't know everywhere um, that we can go to. Mm. When we wake up in a star system and when we look at that planet on our ship and it says unknown, mm -hmm. or if we don't even know that there's a planet over there, but we've heard information that, okay, we need to get to a particular point, mm -hmm. but maybe we, we don't have the nav beacon or nav way uh, to get to there. Perhaps mm -hmm. somebody who does, we can hire them as a beacon to carry us there. To that place yeah yeah that, that, that that'd be that'd be the, uh, a good use of the um with the transportation ship to carry multiple boats at the l at the legion of the um the cat steel i mean oh, i meant that the <laughs> color steel <laughs> no not no. the color steel you mean like no, the, no, e, the, the e1 the, or something like that you mean or the what no i'm talking about the one to carry multiple ships the oh multiple the, ship. yeah but he's not talking about ships he's talking about people uh, He's referring people, to okay. people for transportation, getting around. Um, yeah, let's elaborate on that when we get into the second half, because I think we need to expand. Yeah, but right yeah. now, all we have is the beacon. That's it. Yeah. And and that's still, there's some aspect of security when we do that now. Um, some people 
you know, they won't do beacons at all just because they're worried about picking up somebody or whether somebody's going to do something. Uh, I haven't ever, I've never been pirated while doing a beacon, but I know there are people who said that it's happened to them. Okay. And then lastly, uh, thank you. It wasn't the creator. I forget who it was, but someone mentioned racing earlier and I forgot to put that in. So thank you for that. Racing mm -hmm. is a reputation. Uh, yeah. There's already a little bit of that going on. Um, we know that we've got organizations like XGR and um, Atmo uh, who have developed organizations that are known for sponsoring these type of events. Um, I don't know if we've gotten to the point where we have players who've built up reputation as racers yet. I know there have been some that have been at the top and everything else, but I, I don't know if they've built that up. Maybe you guys in chat can tell us if there's somebody out there whose name. I know in Test Squadron, we had a person there um, who uh, sung, who was the king of racing when we had the original racetrack. I mean, nobody in the whole freaking game could beat this guy. He was really, really good. Um, but I'm sure that- the leaderboard and um, the winner commander. What about it? leaderboard in the, in the rear commander I, I didn't hear what the sentence was what about it what about the leaderboard oh, oh uh, for, 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 for for reputation when it comes to when it comes to racing because you have to um whenever get someone get like the, the fastest lap or whatever and sometimes people oh. would post it on, on on youtube too yeah <laughs> what, what they did to, to get the fastest lap and, mm -hmm. and, and, and certain races yeah so, you know, we CIG has talked about that they do want to be able to put things like that in the game at the racetracks uh, so that we can actually track in game uh, who's, the, who's the better racer, who's out there really kicking it out the park uh, or knocking it out of the park, I should say. Uh, but that's coming. And racing is growing very quickly in this game. It's become very, very popular. I'm actually amazed at how popular racing has yeah, become with all the new tracks. Uh, mm -hmm, yep. It has become very, very popular. Okay. Okay. So those are, everything that we have listed right right there now are things that we can do in game. Uh, will they make you a tycoon? Probably not. Will they put you into a place in the game where you can definitely make credits and definitely progress and do some things? Absolutely. Um, so some of them are tier zero, tier one. Some of them are tier three, tier four. Um, but there's more to come, and we're gonna next half of the show we're gonna be talking a little bit that about that more in depth based on what CIG has told us in the past. So. Let's take a quick break from that. And we do want to, once again, remind you guys that we are doing our charity fundraiser uh, once again for um, St. Jude Children's Hospital. We want to show you guys a little video and then we're going to come back and give you the details on it. And then we're going to come back to our second half of the show. Here we go. St. Jude Children's Research Hospital and YouTube are teaming up to help end childhood cancer. In September, supporters from across the nation come together during Childhood Cancer Awareness Month to raise money for the kids of St. Jude. And that's when YouTube gamers will be posting videos and live streaming to raise funds to support the life-saving mission of St. Jude. At St. Jude, families never receive a bill for treatment, travel, housing, or food, because all a family should worry about is helping their child live. Money Raise also supports the research that leads to groundbreaking medical discoveries that St. Jude freely shares around the globe. I can only imagine as a parent the relief that they feel when someone like St. Jude steps in. I think it's a really good lesson for us to realize that we need to do more and we can do more. It is a huge step in the right direction a huge step in helping just people and giving back. It's all for good. 
and we have a responsibility, a social responsibility to help out. Find your favorite video or live stream during St. Jude Play Live on YouTube for Childhood Cancer Awareness Month and donate to this amazing cause. Your support will help St. Jude further its incredible mission. Finding cures, saving children. Let's end childhood cancer together. Alrighty, there's our piece there for St. Jude's Play Live. Uh, we have already accomplished our first two tiers. Tier is 500 and 1,000, and we are approaching tier number three of uh, $2,000. We are still at $1,677, and we definitely want to see that uh, slowly, slowly reach up to $2,000 so we can give away that Star Citizen UEE naval jacket and naval hat to the lucky winner of the giveaway. So uh, if you haven't given and consider giving, we really would appreciate it. Once again, we're running this all the way until... Citizen Kind Weekend, October 21st and 22nd, when we're going to be in Los Angeles. I think Fast Cart's going to be out there. I'm going to be out there. And then y'all can donate money to Cal Roddy so he can come out there. Oh, yeah. <laughs> but uh, I wish Cal Roddy was coming, but uh, I know it's going to be Me a trip too. for him to come out there. But there will be some other soul citizens out there. You guys will get to meet us. And obviously, we'll get to meet you guys, too. Um there was one By the way, uh, folks, <laughs> for, for, folks we, we, we are doing questions. We, we do have a Q&A section at, at the end of this show. If you want to ask questions, you, you use the Eclipse token to ask questions. But MT Stutter, I, I'm not going to form my own banning solely. That's too much work. That's too much like an org. So no, don't make We did have one other thing that popped up in the question. I think Glade asked about it. And someone mentioned about Seda Ball. And uh, yeah, you know, Seda Ball... Seda Ball was something that we saw a demonstration of, right? And then after we right. saw the demonstration, they talked about the lore and they talked about how much the Banu enjoy it. And then we never saw Seda Ball again. And so we do know that it's in the lore. We know that CIG is, we've seen a demonstration of what it's like uh, and it probably will come back at some point as a form of entertainment in the game. Uh, so yeah, there may be a... Um, a Pile of, of, Seda, of Seda Ball, you know, somebody out there who's very well known, a Beckham of Seda Ball in the future. I would not be surprised. Yeah, I wouldn't be surprised if that does happen. So if those of y'all who've never seen Seda Ball, look it up. Pretty interesting stuff. <laughs> okay. 2016, past East. Okay. All right. Let's uh, move on now and uh, let's talk about the later. Now, guys, this area that we're talking about now is going to be both what CIG has shared with us. Uh, we will also, if there's anything that we're doing any theory crafting on, we'll try to make sure that we mention it, that here's something that they could do uh, versus what we know they will do. Okay, so just keep that in mind. And again, keep in mind that we're talking about not just making credits in the game, but really talking about how do you build reputation? How do you have impact in the game uh, that goes just beyond, you know, accomplishing something in the, in the buck stops there. Okay, so let's go back to bounty hunting. Uh, Cal Roddy, you had started out on this and let's talk about what CIG has told us, um, in relation to, um, the path for bounty hunting. You said in the beginning, right now, all it pretty much comes down to find this person, kill them. And that's where the yeah. book stops. Right. So let's, yeah. let's expand on that and talk about what more people will be able to do when it comes to bounty hunting and maybe how that will help build toward reputation between either prison or jail cell, whatever you want to share about that. Let's talk about that. Yeah, sure. So CIG, you know, um, about bounty hunting, 
terms of um, when it comes to death of a spaceman, especially the retrieval of bodies, be it dead or alive, uh, being able to retrieve that bounty hunter and bring them back to prison. Uh, they haven't entirely solidified whether or not, you know, they're going to let that person or that bounty, if they're captured, stay in that cell. But they have, you know, there has been, um, you know, many different theory crafting and, uh, um, and such with regards to many different aspects of that side. Uh, but they've also touched on, you know, the fact that uh, they also want their, um, you know, want some kind of clue or clue mechanic to exist in the game to do away with that global uh, location of uh, um, any kind of bounty hunter so that, you know, investigation missions can be something that's worth more or, you know, be worthwhile um, as opposed to just going to the target or going to where they were last known and to shooting them and kill them. You know, to kind of create some kind of leverage and equilibrium behind the bounty hunter and the bounty. Because I think when, you know, when they do that kind of thing, there will be a stronger relationship and um, more attraction to be doing certain activities, especially the more nefarious ones, which may create an even more energetic atmosphere um, with regards to the good and bad side of factions, or however you, you'd like to look at it. Um, and, you know, for example, one of the things that they mentioned or things that I saw in uh, in a stream uh, a couple of weeks ago um, was that um, the reason why they are putting in Seraphim Station uh, either had a strong connection to the reason why P.O. had to go now with regards to bounty hunting. And I remember there was some mention of bounty hunting as well in uh, Systemic Tools and Services in the monthly report where they're working on Bounty Hunter V2. Mm -hmm. So with regards to the future uh, and the direction of Bounty Hunting, um, it would be really cool to actually see how it could play in with Reputation V2 um, and how being able to access different opportunities, um, you know, as a Bounty Hunter and also open up other opportunities as someone who may be um, doing certain actions to get a bounty on their head, how that whole thing is going to play out and how that may be you know, how that may evolve into something even bigger. Mm -hmm. I was thinking about, we have ships in the game. We have the Cutlass Blue. We have the Hawk. We have the Avenger, uh, Avenger. which are ships that are set up for, you know, you were just mentioning, like I said earlier, you said right now, Bounty Hunt just consists of shooting somebody and killing them. But we know that CIG has showed us that they want us to be able to capture people. Uh, they've talked about, um, certain tools that will be given, such as stun batons or weapons that will be able to stun someone. Um, and then we've got the containment uh, areas, like I said, in the Hawk and the Cuddy Blue and the Avenger for transporting them. And you just mentioned about Seraphim. One of the additions to Seraphim is they, they call them security areas, security detention areas. Um, CIG showed us a few months back where they showed us the levitating container and you bring the body into what is like a little police station or it's like a security area when you want to yeah. turn in a bounty, right? So it's not like you're going to have to, first we all thought we had to fly to Clusher or something. That's not the case. Evidently, we're going to be going to those security areas to deliver someone there at those locations. Um, I hope, mm -hmm. I hope, I hope we get to a place where people are fighting or, 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 or turning, or turning in and turning in a bounty, like someone captured someone mm -hmm. and, and, and they, can, they can see it. 
and then the, and then um then someone else who's looking for the same person comes in and to, to, to try to steal their bounty from them. I think mm. I think that'd be cool. That would be interesting if if they both or they both yeah even if they both just stumble across at the same time if a bounty hunters if a bounty hunters two two bounty hunters are looking for the same person. I'm curious to see how that will map out in the game when it's real people NPCs because they've got stuff now that like for example uh if calrati does something like the ghost hollow mission for example, not if when right yeah when right 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 <laughs> the ghost hollow mission if, if calrati goes to ghost hollow there is a mission that pops up and says hey there's somebody at ghost hollow doing something you know what i mean um and so he knows there's a clock ticking when he gets there that there may be somebody else will show up uh i am curious about that for bounty hunting though fast card uh will a bounty just remain open and I hate to keep going back to the Mandalorian, but remember how they would just put the bounty out there for everybody and, you know, it wasn't one person looking for them, but maybe 20 people looking for them. It'd be curious to see whether they do it that way versus it being just one, once somebody gets that bounty, it goes off the board. Um, I'd like to see the competition of multiple and, bounty hunters out there. And I think... You cut off there, Cal Roddy. Oh, right. And I think with regards to the whole type thing, um, you know, as Elliot um, uh, from the mission feature team has, has spoken about the investigation missions, uh, you know, a tycoon who's capable of, you know, um, executing these these investigation missions if they are a bounty hunter, mm -hmm. someone who has that kind of reputation and that capability of knowing um, the game mechanic to a T, uh, that, you know, that is actually going to you know, that person is going to make a name for themselves, mm -hmm. whether or not an organization organization is or a player wants a particular npc or or player um as a bounty or that is on a bounty they're going to put that bounty out there um but it could be an open contract mm -hmm. or if that tycoon is really good at you know executing these investigation missions properly or being able to decipher uh, you know being able to decipher the clues and those things and knowing where and where not to go right. and they're going to be the person or the go-to as that bounty hunter. Mm -hmm. So, yeah. Let me, guys, Blue Manx, I see your message there. Are you saying that it's that way for NPCs or, or are you saying both for players and NPCs? Because I thought if it was an NPC bounty, nobody else got that. L let me, let me know. Cause I'm, I'm curious. Probably typing right now. Yeah, I know. I know. Yeah, yeah. I, I really want to know. No, because if, if that's great information, if that's the there case. Uh, I thought it was only for yeah for PvP bounties only. Yeah, for PvP. Yeah. Yeah. When I said off the board, I, I was referring to NPC missions, but I was oh, saying right. it would be just kind of good if they just make it that they just open up bounties completely, and that way, as many bounty hunters as they want to go after something, go ahead. Whoever gets there first, they get there. But yeah, no. Thanks for sharing that. Thanks for sharing that. All I gotta and, say is, if I, if I ever if I'm ever a target for a bounty, all I gotta say is no disintegrations. <laughs> yeah, right. You know, hopefully they where they broke up. You're cutting up again, fast. Uh, really? Wow. Okay, yeah. I'm gonna cancel that gate out. But yeah, hopefully they <laughs> um you know they do that um, particularly, or rather, I foresee them doing that um at least when we can have a lot more um bounty activity and maybe more player uh, a higher player cap mm -hmm. where they are sure that more players are actually going to be engaging in bounties and could be more difficult bounties and perhaps ones that don't have a global target on their heads yeah. so it'll take or attract more players to engaging in those bounties 
yeah. activities. Okay. Okay. All right. Let's talk about cargo. Um, right now, we don't really get any significant cargo missions. I mean, every once in a while, we'll get them when there's an event, like the times when they have you move electronics or something like that uh, from one location to another. Uh, but later on, we know that CIG will is talked about having destinations, uh, outposts, settlements. Uh, if if uh, if Calrati's running his Pioneer, um, he's going to need resources, and he's not going to necessarily uh, want to lift his Pioneer off and go get them, but he'll need someone to deliver those resources to them. Um, do you think FC that people will have reputation dominate in the area of delivery in the sense of? you know, getting the orders right, getting there on time, getting there at a fair price. Do you think that will be something that somebody will work toward an organization or individual? I, I, I was going to say, I, I don't know if it'll be a specific person, but definitely an org mm-hmm. that, that will work toward getting a reputation of getting, of being like known for getting stuff done or known for, get, for being on time or, or, or n- never losing or seldom losing their, their cargo. So I think that, that, that that'd be, I think, I think for reputation, or maybe maybe specific people within that org can 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 have that kind of reputation. Yeah, gray-headed gamers org. I wish I could remember the name of it now because I was in it for a little while. Uh, but when he started, oh. when he started that group, that was his goal was to be like these these truckers. You know what I mean? That would move yep. cargo Space and freight truckers. back and forth. Yeah, that was the thing that they wanted yeah. to do. And we know there's a lot of other orgs out there who really want to be able to be for hire for moving things. Literally, people who've Orgs who have put their emphasis on, instead of maybe combat stuff, they put their emphasis on whole Ds, you know, whole Cs, whole Es, um, because they know that they're going to be some people who want to move that level of stuff around, but they don't want to necessarily have to have the responsibility of actually flying those ships and getting them from here to there. So it'll be interesting to see about that. Outposts and settlements, again, same thing. Um, Are we looking to see uh, both NPC missions as well as uh, being hired by players to deliver stuff? Um, in building reputation in the process of doing that too. Um, anything on FS cart before I move on? Uh, cargo? Uh, no, I think that's good. Uh, I'm looking forward to having people d- d- deliver to and from my endeavor in, in BMM. So yeah, I'll be I'll be I'll be using that um that service extensively. I I I think when I'm not doing it myself or can't do it myself. Okay. All right, discovery. Uh, let's talk about this. We got onto this subject a little bit yesterday when we were talking about exploration. Um, discovery in the area of life forms and crafting. Um, now, this is theory crafting at this point, y'all, so please bear with us. We know that CIG has told us and has begun the implementation of crafting. Something as simple as making the multi-tool in the vulture was their first step toward that dynamic. The question becomes whether or not crafting will actually become some form of career. Now, let me be real clear about that when I say it. Uh, In the vulture, it's not like you're gonna make a career making multi-tools. I don't think that's gonna be the case. Um, But to FastCard's point, for ships like like the Endeavor, um, where people may be bringing certain items to that ship to be worked on because he has a science area and a research area, um, will he be able to build up reputation that says, hey, if you need to have your weapons tuned or your components tuned, uh, here's a guy who has the ability and knows how to do it, and you need to go seek him out. He's usually over in the Goss system. Uh, that's usually where you can find him hanging out. Um, 
Is that something that you guys think that players will be able to build reputation on? Whoever wants to jump in there and give some thought, feel free. Yeah, I, 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 I think I'll take this one first. Um, I, I don't know, like you said, this is our speculation and theory crafting. We don't know how uh, this stuff is going to go yet. But I suspect, or one of the ideas I've had for crafting and, 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 and or, or modding equipment is that the idea of you taking a base weapon or base component and being able to, to, to modify it and improve it, but there may be a chance of bricking it also mm -hmm. because you know there's a certain random number generator um shit rng chance of, of being, being successful having no success or even like destroying the object that they're trying to modify mm -hmm. so i'm thinking if someone has a has a bad run of, and booked a whole lot of um expensive equipment that have a negative reputation among players or maybe um npcs if you're trying to do uh, crafting missions, if that, if that ever thing. Yeah. So, uh, yeah, I, that, that's one of the ideas of uh, how I think CIG could go. Yeah. Cypress Stone uh, for that sub. Thank you, Boss Lady B. Thank you guys for those subs. Um, Thank you, Boss Lady. Yeah. You and I have talked about this before, and we talked about it on yesterday's show. Uh, Star Wars Galaxies was good for that. Uh, slicers. Um, you mm -hmm. brought a weapon, Cal Roddy. Did you play Galaxies or was that before your time? No, that was, that was before that, your time. Was okay, sort of, kind of. Yeah, okay. You were, you were on the PS, you were on the PS2 when we were playing yeah, that. Okay, I got you. I was okay. Um, they, they, had, they had a role, a career called slicing, and a slicer was somebody that you could bring a component to, a part, a, 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 a weapon, and this person over time let's say let's say your your rifle was a level i'm just picking a number let's say from one to 100 it was rated at a 70. you could bring it to the slicer and the slicer would depending on how their skill level was they could maybe bump it from a 70 to an 85 or a 70 to a 90. now the better their skill was the better the odds were that they would hit that target number um but if they overshot it if they tried to do too much it was a great possibility that either the slicing wouldn't work at all, or even worse, it would destroy your weapon. And the kicker to that was, was that all the slicer had to do to say to you was sorry, okay? They didn't owe you squat, okay? Now, there was some, there was some shenanigans, you had to be real careful. You wanted to go to a good, you wanted to go to a slicer you knew. So like if it was fast cart, if I went to fast card, I say fast card. Here's my rifle. Mind you, this sucker had a serial number on it too, by the way. <laughs> and so I would say fast card. I need you to slice this rifle for me. Now, if he sliced it and I got it back, I'd look, I would definitely check the serial number. Okay. Because mm. what fast card oh. would do, he might say, oh, it failed. And it might've failed. <laughs> and if it failed, he'd give it back to me, but it'd be no good. That's fine. Same serial number. Right. But if you weren't careful, he would give me that same rifle back, but it'd have a different serial number. And if I didn't check it, he might say, oh, it was a 70 here. I got it to an 82, but he really got that sucker to a 95. So he kept the 95 for himself <laughs> and gave me the 82, okay? I thought we so, did that business man, okay? I would not do you like that. But, but, you, but you see what I'm saying, right? You know, yeah. but, yep. but, it, but it created a really cool thing within the game, right? 
So yeah. could that could you have a similar type of scenario? You know, I want to go to fast card. I want to get my components upgraded or my weapon upgraded. And he says, yeah, I hear. But he builds a reputation. I know I can trust this guy. He's not going to try to yeah. scam me when I do it, right? Where there's some other shoddy folks you might go to. You don't know this person. And they take you for a ride, you know, in some form or other. So, yeah, I think that reputation can happen in that area of crafting. Um, Even now. I mean, like, 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 like another game, people bring certain items, a, a weapon, and, and, and the ingredients used to, to upgrade that weapon, especially like on Final Fantasy XI, mm -hmm. I had that. People could, could, could bring the ingredients and, um, and hope, hope someone can, can upgrade their, their normal weapon into an artifact or, or something similar. And, and they, they would have the understanding that whatever they bring them outside of the weapon itself, the ingredients and everything like that, and, and maybe a, some 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 money for for the service, all that is it's going to, going to the person who's doing it, doing the upgrade. So you won't you won't get the ingredients, you won't get the money back, but you will get the the, the, the base either the base item or the upgraded item back, depending on how it goes. But um also in other game. They they have the console things up, up to let you know when 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 they succeed or not. So I don't think that's going to be a thing in in process. And so I, I think uh, I think shenanigans will definitely be more in play in Thorsen compared to other MMOs. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Okay. Um, life forms. Uh, let me elaborate on what I mean by that. We don't have life forms in the game right now that we would think of in the aspect of that. But there could be an aspect of people who. Like I know some of our friends have talked about being able to capture a, uh, <laughs> a boreal stalker. Um, you know, will there be people who are wranglers or animal wranglers? Uh, or maybe there are certain ones that they, you know, they for zoological or research or people sell them because they're exotic. I don't know what CIG is going to do. I know pets is something that we're supposed to have in the game. In case y'all didn't know that, that is one of the uh, stretch goals is pets. Um, will there be somebody who gets a reputation for finding these pets? Oh, yeah, sandworm. Yeah, okay. Uh, yeah, okay. <laughs> I don't think anybody's trying to wrangle uh -oh. a sandworm. I know some of y'all been watching <laughs> Doom. You You've been watching Doom too much. Um, I, I'm just imagining the Jurassic World of Star Citizens when it comes to pet wrangling. Yeah, yeah, that's right, Carpage. You got to catch it first, right? That's the thing, right? Um, but yeah, will that be something that maybe? Um, people could create a career out of and become well-known for capturing certain types of creatures because uh, they maybe they're willing to go out there and find them and capture them. Uh, oh, no. Possibility. But we do know that there will be wildlife. We know that there will be pets in the game. Uh, and maybe there'll be people who build reputation doing something like that. What about from an archaeological standpoint, though? You know, CIG has told us about, I think, five races that we know of. Five alien oh, races. Oh. But that doesn't circumvent the possibility that there will be something else that they create that we don't know about, that we stumble across, right, in the game. Um, you know, you mentioned this the other day, excuse me one second, Calrati, you mentioned this the other day, Fast Card. The lore says that there's something pushing against the Vanduul. We mm -hmm. assume we assume maybe it's the Kurthak, but maybe it's not. Maybe it's something yeah. else. What are you going to say, Calrati? Yeah, coincidentally, with regards to, you know, language breaking up really oh man these gates okay so i was just talking to a friend of a couple of days ago about the advantages of someone who knows the syntax of the of the who or she and 
and being able to understand the symbols of these languages. You know, for example, for exploration, we may see puzzles, we may see certain opportunities where someone who's actually very versed in these languages, you know, um, being able to unlock and you know, mm. get access to certain things <clears throat> by <throat> understanding these languages. And they may become a tycoon of their, in their own right mm -hmm. with regards to exploration. Yeah. I didn't think about that because languages is a real thing in this game. They've told us yeah. that we will, the person who knows languages will have an edge over other folk, um, whether that's reading it or I don't know what any other than reading what it could be. Um, but we do know that CIG has been dropping hints to that big time when they drop these little letters in and stuff for us to be able to translate. Um, so yeah, if you've got, you might have an edge over some folk, uh, especially those of you who are interested in finding exotics uh, or, or doing things on an archaeological level in the game, um, don't assume everything's going to be in our readable language, a human readable yeah. language. Yeah. I was going to say I English, but I don't want to say English, but a human readable yeah, language. Right. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I was going to say when it comes to discovery for life forms, um, whales and, and exploration of whales and, and finding out where their habitat or, or, or their, uh, their routes and something like that could, 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 could be a thing. Um, like, and, 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 the, and the downside, people are going to be uh, hunting those bad boys for, for, for whatever reason, too. So that, that's a potential for, for, for life form discovery. Yeah, I keep hearing people say that and I just don't get it. Maybe I'm just too much of a tree hugger or something, you know? <laughs> people are always talking some about, say, about people, hunting yeah, the whales. Some people want to hunt, hunt up big game, maybe hunting like a, a, a some people need, or, or the whipcraft. Some people need to read Moby Dick. That people know about is the whales. So. Mm -hmm. Some people need to read Moby Dick. That's what I got to say about that. Okay. <laughs> All right, anyway. Um, Let's see. All right. What's up next? Uh, medical. Um, remote clinics and doctors. And this was a, a subject that we mentioned the other day. I think this was after the show the other day. We talked about this a little bit. And I dropped this as a proposal. And maybe some of you all have thought about this already. Maybe some of you have not. I am a firm believer, a firm believer that CIG is going to remove the medical panel over your bed. That it's going to go away. Um, and you say, why, Griff, why? Because, yeah. <laughs> because there's no reason to have a doctor if I can heal myself. If I can do a physician, heal thyself, there's no reason for me to need a doctor. CIG I can do it better. You just do plain old fixed stuff. Right. Well, CIG has said this. They told us that there's going to be NPC medical staff in the hospitals when you wake up. We've even seen them. In fact, they were in at one point. Did you ever guys ever have that happen? you woke up in the yeah. hospital room and there was a nurse and a doctor in there you. and they say hello to you. Yeah. So they've taken them out. I haven't seen them recently unless they're at some one hospital I just haven't been to, but I know they were in there at one point. Secondly, every bed, whether you're on a Cutlass, uh, a Cutlass Red, a Carrick, wherever, they all have medical panels for someone else to operate them. You can't do that if you're laying in the bed. So I think that for convenience sake, those panels are there now. But at some point, those panels over your bed are going to disappear because you're going to be there's creating an interdependency on either the NPCs in the game or with other players for medical gameplay. Now, I'm mentioning that because this sets up the idea for remote clinics. Even though we have clinics at the stations right now, there's a fast cart, once again, with his endeavor, also has the ability to run that as a hospital. And people can go to him depending on where he's at. Maybe he's someplace where 
and I'm just using pyro as an example for S card. I don't mean pyro, but there's right. some some barren system where there really is no landing zone with a hospital, but there's a reason for him to be there. Maybe there's a some battle that was going on nearby in the area or something like that. And he decides to say, hey, I'm a neutral spot. As long as you come on here and don't start no mess, you can come on here and get yourself healed up and head back out, you know, and he could become notable for doing that. You know, he could come to notable. I did. I just want to say for the record, if you need medical assistance, do not come for me to help. I'm not the person. <laughs> you're, not the, you're not the one, huh? You're not the one. I would uh, say, though, um, you know, I, it's um, practitioners uh, being extremely, extremely crucial with regards to, you know, environmental hazards, mm -hmm. with regards mm. to battlefields. Mm. Let's say, for example, you know, when we point that med gun to that person, mm -hmm. we see a suggestion. If they have a chest injury, we'll apply steroid. Mm -hmm. If they have, have an arm injury, it could be dimexetrine or oxifen if they can't walk or something like mm -hmm. that. But what if they get hit by a particular energy weapon? And yes, we have the suggestion, but to actually execute a proper repair, that person must know, okay, they got hit by an energy weapon what combination of these drugs and how much dosage is going to be important to them. Yeah. What if they find that person in a hazardous acid filled atmosphere, mm. what is going to be the right combination apart mm. from the suggestions mm -hmm. that the, that the medical is giving you. Mm. So, and these are, are things that we may not see on the advanced um, view of the medical that players, depending on their knowledge and understanding uh, in the game may need to know on the spot, especially for battlefield scenarios. You can't be, you know, going on Google and going on Star Citizen Wiki to find <laughs> out, you know, what is right. the best combination. You can't be doing that. Right. You gotta you know your stuff. Really fast. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. You gotta be really fast to be able to do that, to get yeah. that person back yeah. and have them be capable of performing their duty. Yeah. I know is poison a thing in, in, in Star Citizen there are there are some things that you could eat in the game that will make you sick. I don't know if it'll kill you, but it will make you pretty sick. Remember we watched the Craven series? He was eating uh, that one thing and he got sick and had to go to the doctor because his vision got blurry. Uh, there is some funky stuff that you can do in there. I don't know if it'll kill you, but I do know it'll make yeah, you so, sick. So uh, having a knowledge of antidote and poison may be beneficial. Yeah, absolutely. Exactly. Yeah. And, and people can build reputation for being a good medic. Literally, it's like Cal Roddy said, and it's not just because of necessarily knowing what medications to issue, but I like, I hate to say this. I've been on some UGF missions and someone says, I'm a be medic and I died. <laughs> <laughs> and I died. And the reason, and the, wait, no, the, re no, the reason I died, the reason I died was instead of them coming to take care of me, they proceeded to go do some more fighting. <laughs> while I bled out and it was like, I'm dying, I'm dying, you know? So yeah, but to Cal Roddy's point, having a certain knowledge of being able to, what to administer, when to administer it, um, is going to be a factor for people who are in orgs or whether you're just playing independently. I will say this, I have had several occasions where I've gone down and I've did a medical beacon and people showed up and did the right thing. I have never, I'm not saying it won't ever happen gang but I've never had anybody show up and pop me and kill me and take my stuff. Uh, every time I've had it happen, they took their weapon, they took my weapon from me to make sure that I wouldn't hurt them. But they, they woke me up, made sure I was okay. And they left their, my weapon for me and they left. 
and I've been lucky with that. I've been, I know some people have not had that experience. Oh, you just drink yourself, Griffin. No, yeah, don't worry, no, 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 I'm missing. <laughs> I said, I know. Remember what I said. I, it's, not that, it's not that I don't expect it to happen. I'm just saying, I, when I take that chance, I've been fortunate that I haven't had it happen mm. yet, you know? And, and it's cool. It's a great experience when you do it and people role play at that level. Now, somebody kills me and takes most of the time, I ain't got nothing for them to take anyway, probably. So that's probably why they don't do it. But even so, um, I think people will build reputations. Like I said, there are organizations out there now that have built it. In in um, Elite Dangerous, as car, we got the fuel rats, right? Who are known for refueling people. We know that Segelian has been working with Ultima, that they want to be able to reputation for fueling and servicing people out there. And, and, and he's been doing that since, what? We saw him doing that in 2018 in Austin. A long time. Yeah, you know, like a long time ago. Yeah, I don't even remember Segelian, when he started doing that. had a full display table. He had ink pens, magnets. He had brochures. He was in dress <laughs> costume. With, I mean, he went to the whole... And this is before the Star Fair was anywhere near functioning. And it wasn't until this last year that he's really been able... When, when fueling kicked in or the year before, when it kicked in... He finally saw the dream of what he wants to do. And guess what? His his group is known for helping with the esports now. People know who his org is. So he's slowly been building up this reputation that extends throughout the community. You know, and I think players can do the same thing, even with things like medicine. Um organization contract work. We already kind of elaborated and talked about that. Uh, and we talked about the new stuff that's kicking in that CIG is implementing that they just put in this last monthly report about how now your reputation will be impactful to other organizations, uh, to other gangs. And we know that in Pyro, there are, I think, five different gangs that we know of that are there. Uh, so your actions are going to have repercussions. So be aware of that. If you're trying to build your coffers and build your reputation, that they will have impact. Uh, let's go to recovery uh, of disabled ships and upgrading. Um, CIG not too long ago, hit, either they mentioned it or it is. I don't know if you guys remember because I haven't looked at the progress tracker in a while, but I know the Crucible at one point was they had begun work on it. Um, we know the SRV is coming in the game. Yeah, I do know about that one. Um, yeah. Let's talk about this a little bit in the sense of recovery. Disable ships and can people build any type of reputation, uh, become tycoons, famous, make money, you know, in an org, it's not the same thing. Cause in an org, it's like, it's kind of expected. Those are your brothers and sisters and we look out for each other. But what about outside of that? Uh, somebody who doesn't have access to people who have an SRV or don't know anybody who's got a crucible or a Vulcan. Uh, what are your ideas about that for recovery? So, I think maybe, oh, go ahead. I know. Okay. All right. So I was thinking maybe there could be a another another type of beacon for stuff like that. If your ship to get disabled or um, you, you, I mean, obviously you run out of fuel, that's one thing. But if you have like a disabled ship, um, maybe an org, I don't see, I don't see it becoming a specific person unless that person is a streamer or, some, or someone, but maybe a specific org who's, um, who's well known or become well known for mm -hmm. uh, for rescuing rescuing disabled ship and maybe upgrading but definitely um rescuing a disabled ship could, 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 would be possible in my opinion okay so that you know that would for some people that falls under the category of salvage to a certain degree i mean not in the sense of destroying the ship but you know getting it back 
reclaiming it or whatever the case may be. Um, CIG has implied, Calrati, that they want to move away from the ship destruction side of things to ships being disabled so that there will be repair. And what they want to do is create this balance that says, if I reclaim my ship, it's actually better for me to get it repaired than reclaiming it, because reclaiming it may, entitle, may, may encompass time, right? Um, it may be hours, like right now it's hours. But CIG has kind of inferred that it could become days for some ships versus yeah. me getting it repaired, which may be much more reduction in time, right? Which, But that also means that somebody's got to either go to where my ship is or they've got to recover it and bring it in someplace for it to be worked on, right? Um, and Fastcard says, well, maybe not an individual, but can an org become, I guess, basically known for being a, 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 tow, tr a tow truck service or a repair service? I think. You're cutting out again. Breaking up, sorry. Oh, really? Okay. So in addition to that, I think um, where they'll find or have their strength is when we shift more away from the centralization of the to the centralization of the value of resources or having access to resources. When I, and when I say resources, I don't just mean ships. Mm -hmm. Let's say, you know, when it comes to re the recovery of a disabled ship or bring it, saw in the, um, in the roadmap that's on the progress tracker. Now, if an organization, or if someone who, you know, has a vast amount of resources mining from salvaging from exploration from doing all those things mm -hmm. and you are confident that that person can actually recover your ship not just in a disabled but also restore it to hand it back to you mm. on that spot then you're going to trust that that person is able to get that job done because when they come to you they have the resources they have the mm. uh, the refined ore or yeah. they have the refined material to restore your ship on the spot especially in an area where it's m millions and millions away from, you know, from, from civilization. Mm -hmm. And especially when we have things like persistent hangers where orcs can make use of shared inventory, mm -hmm. uh, that's going to be something that's, I think is going to be really, really valuable in addition to the ships that they can transport to tow and repair and recover your disabled ship or, or even upgrade it yeah. because they have the resources. They don't have the alphas you would see only. They have the stuff to make it happen. Mm. So it's not I just having to go fast, car. I hope, I hope that if someone makes that org or, 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 or an org like that already exists, their initial uh, come out to be triple A. I hope, I hope that, I hope that's a thing. <laughs> I'm sure there probably is an org out there with already just they wanted to be at the top of the list of orgs. Um, mm. Yeah, but you know, it, it, it would be interesting to see that because like you said, it takes more than just having the ship, more than just having the SRV or the crucible. But you've got to have the resources in order. I mean, you optimally want to have one one stop shop and not just get yeah. it towed and have to hunt down how to get it fixed afterward. That's a good point. Um, this kind of leads into the next one of R R R: refuel, rearm, and restock. Um, some of these spaces that we're going into are pretty big spaces. Now, some of you all were not around back in the day. There was a. <laughs> There was a period in time in the game, I don't think it happens now. There was a period in time in the game where you could shut down while traveling through space. Do you guys remember that? Yeah. Your, your quantum drive would overheat. Uh, you have to let it cool down. You actually had to balance it at one point to go a long distance. If you didn't balance it, 
you could uh, overheat and your, your quantum would shut down on you. You'd have to wait for it to cool down. Um, some people have actually run out of fuel in space too uh, from time to time. That has happened to yeah. people. Um, Stanton, if I'm remembering correctly, is, I forget how big it is now, the total size, but Pyro is two and a half times the size of Stanton. Nix is five times the size. Um, there are many ships that are not going to be able to traverse some of these areas, or if they get into some type of encounter that they didn't expect, maybe they expend more fuel than they needed, or they use more ammo than they expected to do, or they took some type of form of significant damage. Um, who are you going to call? Don't say Ghostbusters. You know, who, who, who are you going to call? Who are you going to call? It's going to be able to come respond to that is if, if, especially if your org doesn't have this type of stuff, what do you guys think? Do you think there'll be like the fuel rats? They have that reputation that, you know, you can call them and they're going to come out no matter where you're at. I mean, the fuel rats didn't care where you were deep space or whatever. They came out there to get you. Uh, I'm going to call someone who I know who has a handy liberator, a handy uh, crucible, a handy was broken get a Vulcan to mm -hmm. one of those ships, most likely a liberator because they, they, they can they can take a, 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 a smaller ship and put it and put it in their uh, cargo or hangar or whatever and, and take it take you where, they, where you need to go. But yeah, you, you got to plan ahead. You got to be careful. You, you can't be like, you, uh, especially like a snump fighter, well not a snump fighter, but especially like a I said it's not a 100 series or something like that. You got to be careful in, in, in those bigger systems because, yeah, you, you, you run, out, run out of fuel, but you, once, you do, once you do it once, you'll learn your lesson, hopefully. Yeah. I don't know. I'm still trying to figure it out because, like, let's say you want to call somebody with a Vulcan. Even a Vulcan is limited in fuel on how far it can go. You know, how does, how does someone get to me if I'm in deep space? So, well, I mean, the, the best idea will be to, to call an org who has a, a, a um, Starfarer and, and, and one of those other ships that, 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 that can help Starfarer is limited in how far it can go. If I'm in deep space, mm. in some area of space where I don't even know where the stations are, if there's any stations out there, if I don't know, you know, I've taken that Orion out to some place that I, somebody gave me data on, you know, and something happens where I, I don't know. I'm, I'm just trying to figure out, you know, how will we do that? Will there be I would, Go ahead. I would say that it depends on how much that person, that refuel person, that starfarer is risk. If, if you say that you're trapped somewhere in deep space in pyro, is that starfarer, you know, willing to risk their time, <laughs> their fuel mm -hmm. to go to pyro and not only to go to pyro as soon as they exit that jump point to risk not getting jumped. And then also to risk going into maybe a gas cloud in pyro to refuel, mm -hmm. to risk being interdicted to risk oh. then refueling in the process in that gas cloud, because you don't know how visibility in terms of your radar is and then to actually come and get you. You know, we have many persons who have Starfarers right now, but how many of us are willing to actually operate in pyro? So being able to brave it out may be part of the reason why there may be some persons who will gain that kind of reputation because yeah, they're willing to go where 
you know, not every star mm. fair is willing to go. Yeah. Yeah. I, and again, I think that these are going to be services. These are people who are providing some form of service in the game, right? Um, you know, I know it's so easy because, you know, Fast Card and I are in Tesla Quadrant, right? I mean, we, we've got thousands of people that are around. I've even got people I can call on the phone, even if they're not on the game and say, hey, can you log in? You know what I mean? But everybody doesn't have that. And there are going to be some players who are going to have to rely on other players to do things. And I'm wondering whether or not there will be reputation that builds up, you know, not the organizational reputation, but people that we know, webs orgs that we know, that we know we can call and say, hey, like I said, like the fuel rats and say, hey, I need a tow and I need somebody to come here and I, I need to get my ship out of here within a certain time frame. I know there's a lot of variables involved, Kelrati, because you mentioned some of the ones that just right off the bat hit you. But there's even the aspect of distance. We don't know how long it's going to take to traverse certain systems. Will it yeah, take I was hours? Say, like like, like, uh, like the, the goal for CID is to have 100 systems. If they ever do attain that, uh, attain that goal, mm -hmm. say, say you're on one part of the galaxy and mm -hmm. people people who had the, the, the better reputation are on the, on the other side of the galaxy. Do you go to someone who's less reputable mm -hmm. or do you wait? <laughs> yeah, yeah. How long that may be. Yeah, I mean, building that type of reputation that is trustworthy. <laughs> I was going to say affordable too, because <laughs> yeah, you're going to have to pay. Distance, yeah. Yeah. You're going to have to pay. I mean, Calrati's right. I mean, all the risks that that person's going to be taking. I mean, that's how come they're going to become coming across the galaxy. Yeah, <laughs> that's why they will become well known for what they do. But like you said, to be able to navigate all of those hurdles and be able to achieve it can build great reputation for someone to become, you know, really well known for doing it. You know, uh, I'm just curious to see how it goes. Cause I'm, if you all played Eve, if you played Elite Dangerous, you'll know what I'm talking about. Jumping from, you know, if you're jumping two or three systems, that's one thing. But if like Fast Card said, if you've got somebody who's literally across the system somewhere, they can't trust everybody. Um, and maybe it takes hours. I won't say days because elite can take days to get to certain places, but let's just say hours. Uh -huh. If it takes four hours to get to where you're at, you know. I mean, remember when, when uh, quantum first, first when they first demonstrated quantum and 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 con, they would take like 30, 40 minutes for, for, for to go from one place to the other, uh, and and that was I think that was in Stanton, but they, they increased that time. But for some of the big longer system, it, it could take. I don't want to say a day, but it could take uh, several hours to, to get to you, depending on where you're starting from or where you're going to. Yeah. We'll have to see. You know, hopefully, you know, there'll be somebody out there that builds up reputation, like like a Ultima, like Segellian's group, who says, hey, no job's too big, no job's too small. You know, they're willing to I take that risk. I remember back in Eve, I I, I started out in um, Mimitar space, and I, I heard the the big uh, uh, resource hub, not resource hub, economy hub, with Jita four four. That that took that took like an hour to get from Mimitar space to to Kandari space. That was that was a long haul for me back back in the day, back in the day. But it's going to be even worse than Star Citizen, I imagine. We'll see. Good night, Gladestone. Thanks for hanging out, buddy. Good seeing you, man. Take care, Gladestone. Um, yeah. Okay. Uh, let's move on to this thing with touring. Um, these are going to be folks like good, our good friend Dark Knight. Um, going to sporting events, social events, exotic locations. Um, 
we've already had an example of this uh fast card a couple of years ago uh when Admiral Esports was doing the Daymar rally and yeah. uh they invited folks certain folks to come out and uh ride they they actually like hired this is really kind of cool Calrighty, they actually had on each server an 890 jump and then they hired a pilot for those 890 jumps and then they invited cool. like 10 people 10 to 12 people well 10 people to be on each 890 eight by eight people rather that is cool and those people got to get a tour and the pilots knew to take them to Daymar. we waited there then when the race started we all the, all the ships lifted up and we flew over the race while it was going on they at nighttime one of the coolest things that they did was they inverted the ships upside down so that we were seeing the race from looking up through the glass oh, and man. you could see the headlights of the tr of the racers while they were racing you know what i mean it was it was really cool it was very well coordinated um and so my question is when it comes to touring uh will there be people who actually say you know you guys want to hire us to take your people somewhere to an event maybe we we did this with the snobs one year we all got together and got on uh, an 890 jump and went together. You know, we hired somebody to pilot us there. You know, is that something that could happen? Or social events, maybe some org is celebrating something that they want to do, uh, or exotic locations. We know there are certain systems that there may be some great solar thing or, you know, st stellar thing to see, or maybe there's certain animals, or maybe there's got a great beach, you know, a black whale pearl watching. beach, whale watching, whatever the case may be. Um, is that something you think that people can take their E1 or their Genesis Starliner or their 600i touring, uh, and take people out in the Phoenix? Is that something you think you guys think that what could be people get known for doing? Star Citizen, the game where you can do many things, but a lot of things can go wrong. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, I say that because when it comes to touring, especially when using a larger ship, mm -hmm. you need to be able to have proper logistics, okay. proper planning. And you go into an event, it could be someone or a group of people who may be willing to or aiming to upset that event. Yeah. And you'll that means you'll need to have security mm -hmm. or someone who's aiming to upset anything in your ship. You, yeah. You'll need security or you'll need the resources drinks etc etc do me a favor uh, so, pa pa paint do yeah. me a favor paint what would be bad if i'm a tycoon and i'm running a company that does that yeah in the future my, mind you guys the stuff we're talking about now is in the future we're not talking about now you know the example no, i gave about, about the daymar rally was now that was something that happened now that they were able to do but we're talking about later when all the mechanics are in when everything's working well stability everything else right we're, we're, we're talking about then what are some things that, if I want to operate a company, you mentioned about logistics and, and making sure things are right. What would be yeah. the things I need to worry about to build a good reputation saying, hey, go with Griffin, you know, Greyhound. They, they, they do the great, the best tours of, you know, of, of Terra. What would be something that they need to do? That's going to be security, okay. knowledge in medical gameplay in, in case something, knowledge in exploration, being able to fly the ship in case something attacks you. Mm -hmm. So you have to actually be able to haul that, you know, that genesis out of there. And at the same time, you're going to have to have in case you go somewhere or you need to flee somewhere in case something happens. And, you know, you don't have good reputation or you don't have a that has good reputation to a place that you need to go emergency to help 
some of your passengers out, then, you know, what good is that going to do for your reputation, you know, for that person who actually wanted or paid you as a contract to go there. Mm -hmm. So touring, I think is be a culmination of many different aspects because it's going to be predominantly, I think, um, player created, mm -hmm. uh, mixed in with exploration, but it's also going to be that sandbox gravitation of many different aspects of the game mechanics wise, that's going to require you to have many different persons, depending on the activity, of course, and the location to be on board in that ship or have escorts around that ship to get that, you know, those personnel where they need to be. Okay. Okay. I'm I looking. Mean, you know, Go I, ahead, I, I just want to say I was looking forward to Carbati's answer to this because as soon as, as Griffin was describing his his experience, our experience with the Damon Rally on an 890 jump, Carbati started smiling like he was a great stone <laughs> crusher. Yeah, you know, and, and I get when he's talking about from a, from the danger side of it, from external dangers. I think there are also internal ones. You have to make sure you mentioned earlier about having medical staff on the ship. There's okay. also the dynamic of the ship itself, right? There are going to be possibilities of component failure where you need someone who knows engineering, knows how engineers, to take care of the ship yeah. if something goes wrong on the ship, right? So it goes, it does create, like you said, a team effort to build a reputation like that, right? Because if I just want to say, well, Griff's just going to take folks out in his Phoenix, but if something goes wrong, well, you know, why, why did it go wrong? Well, maybe because Griff didn't prepare and have a team of people to help build that level of reputation. I'm curious to see whether there'll be people out there that'll do that. DK is really big about the, the Genesis Starliner, right? And we know that the Starliner, if we're gonna, when we get to transportation, we'll talk about it a little bit more, but there's reputation tied into being able to fly that ship around, particularly in UEE space. We'll talk about that when we get to it. Um, exotic locations. Um, can somebody become like a travel thing? Like, you know, like kind of like a uh, Royal Caribbean, you know what I mean? Like, uh, you know, could, could somebody actually yeah. get to that point? <laughs> See it? There'll be a niche audience or a niche uh, person for that, but I can see someone building someone who's like, yeah, man, you can come to me and I, I'll take you to, I'll take you on a tour for, for uh, or like, uh, well, like, like rail hunting, like we just said. Mm -hmm. um, yeah, I can see someone building a reputation for that definitely after the game launch. Yeah. Were you going to say, Kelly, about that? Yeah. You know, I was going to definitely, um, FC. Um, You're cutting out again. You're cutting out too much. Oh, okay. Um, reputation, exploration, being able to know exactly where the really good spots are. Mm -hmm. um, some places may be uncharted. So, you know, you may, once you actually have or build a good enough reputation or a um, knowledge base of these things, uh, people are going to gravitate toward you because maybe, just maybe, um, that person may not be willing to share that knowledge to be able to retain that kind of and ability to carry out these things. Mm -hmm. Perhaps um, not even only for uh, for touring, for you know, for sightseeing, but you may want to carry the um, you know a, a particular group of people uh, to get exotic materials. Mm -hmm. uh, so, and who knows? Just maybe uh, if you say, okay, you can come with your ship depending on how CIG plans on um, allowing us to record unknown locations, you can't come mm. with your ship. You can only come in my ship, so you can't really record this location. So if I take you to this place uh, to this place for this material or these opportunities, then when I carry you back, 
you still don't have uh, you know a proper recollection of that location so that person who took you there has that ability to take you to and from mm-hmm. because they've worked up that reputation they've worked up their ability their exploration their reputation to get and access those kinds of opportunities yeah I, i'm curious as to whether or not they will build reputation to the degree that even certain let's say you're piloting that ship taking somewhere that the reputation is based on you having access to something but your passengers you know it doesn't make a difference for them yeah. you know what i mean but you've yeah. got to have that reputation level uh to be able to go there whether it's coinc- go ahead. Co- coincidentally that was something that occurred in um but in one of the mods um i remember it was the battlestar galactic and players had the ability to dock inside of another ship and uh, we couldn't so if you didn't have the good the right faction of affiliation with a particular jump gate mm-hmm. you could not go to that jump gate you could not land on a particular space station mm. as a result we had to dock on i was part of the it was called angels of fang station mm-hmm. and we had to dock within someone's battle star and he took us from point a it was about seven different jump gates that we had to go through our locations um we couldn't of course we couldn't record the locations with the nav maps and we couldn't land in the station because we didn't have station to land. and we couldn't land on i can't name the planet because it wasn't going to give us ind- individual clearance but because he had clearance mm-hmm. with regards to his faction affiliation he was able to land so we were able to buy the weapons not e- not all the weapons mm-hmm. because the weapons also were um reputation um gated <laughs> but we were still able to access certain things that we weren't able to access if he didn't take us there. Wow. So I think, you know, eventually that may also come into play with what you were talking about. Yeah. Interesting. What was the game you were talking about again? Uh, this was Freelance, Microsoft Freelancer, but this was you. You're cutting out again. Star- it was Freelancer. Oh, really? Okay. Uh, it was the Battlestar Galactic. Okay. That, that, yeah. Yeah, I, you, you cut out when you said freelancer last time, so I didn't hear that. Okay, mm-hmm. thank you. Okay, very cool. Very cool. Okay, let's hit on trading real quick here. Um, let's talk about building a reputation and becoming a tycoon with trading. FC, you know, I, how do you see that for yourself or either for other players in the sense of, you know, building wealth? What are the things you see beyond? I mean, because obviously there's going to be a lot of people doing trading. But what makes this to the point where somebody gets to build reputation, get to be well-known for what they're buying? Somehow amassing a huge amount of wealth in a short amount of time. I, I said at the beginning, so buy, buy low and sell high, but timing of the, it, 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 I'm gonna be a, a big thing. It's not everything when it comes to that. And I think the first person who crosses a certain threshold, um, like say a billionaire or maybe Five uh, five hundred billion ask us. I'm sorry, but I mean, um, UEC. For, I'm thinking Eve online. Sorry, but mm-hmm. UEC when when the game launches, they they can post the screen sign and say, "Oh, I had this much money," and they, 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 that that person would be known as a, maybe a tycoon or something. Definitely someone who who has a reputation now for for having a lot of money in such a short time. Do you do you think that trading will remain within common commodities? Or will there be people who are for exotic items or trading? We talked about animals earlier. Like, what are the areas that, because you keep talking about buys a little so high, and I get that, but that's just one dynamic of trade. 
What are what are some things that people can do? Maybe I don't have a big ship, but I've got this one piece that's worth freaking one hundred thousand. You know, UEC. You know what I mean? That I can put on a freaking. My opinion, I think it'd be, be, be best to di- diversify and not put all your eggs in, w- in one basket. You talk about exotic or or doing common stuff. I, I say doing a mixture of the two, depending on what the market is at, at a certain time. Um, in my opinion, that that would be the, the best way to go. But mm-hmm. uh, maybe at a certain point, uh, something really exotic comes into the game and you corner the market on it somehow because you're the right place at the right time. Mm-hmm. That, that could be a thing. Yeah. Um, was this is heroic immortal says willing to deliver in high risk areas or amount earned in high risk areas? Um, earned in high risk areas, yeah. yeah. I mean, sometimes there's that situation where you've got to go through some funky places to get to another place. Is that something you'd be willing to consider doing? Like, would you be willing no, to? I, no, no, no I, I probably, I probably won't become a tycoon. Uh, uh, I probably won't be one of the first to become a tycoon because I won't be able, to, I won't be willing to take certain risks. Okay. But there will be certain people who, who will be taking those risks and leaving great benefits from those risks. Mm, okay, Karate, any thoughts on this one with the uh, trading? Yeah, I see this. Um, be- you're cutting out again, bro. Sorry. Oh, really? Okay. I see this being really, really useful within organizations, mm-hmm. um, particularly Gosh. if you have a go-to person um, that not only knows um, generally where commodity, you know, or commodities may exist, but have really, you know, pretty good affiliation with the factions that need to actually buy and sell these commodities from mm-hmm. because i remember you know some shows ago um you know y'all were, were were discussing um you know the value of the websites mm-hmm. right but in a dynamic economy um especially where reputation you know becomes more more and more prevalent mm-hmm. yes you can have the general idea of where you can go and to buy commodities but if you know somebody who's been really going at it and building reputation. And perhaps we don't know how CIG is going to award the alert of, you know, tradable um, commodities. But what if, because of your involvement um, in those trading commodities or in that trading gameplay, that you actually get um, pre-alerts in advance um, to know when something is potentially going to change in terms of the market value? trading. Exactly. Yeah. So you may not, you may not be know this information from the websites, from the external websites. You may have general information, sure. But in an organization, you may be that person that may have that reputation to know in advance, okay, there's a chance that this is going to drop. This is going to rise. Okay. Let's go to this system to get ready for the potential buy mm-hmm. or the potential sell of your commodity, perhaps, especially since if we have a lot of re- and we may need to trade other resources using what we have, that could be a good opportunity for us. So do you think, okay, this is really interesting because I've been watching some older videos recently that Chris Roberts was talking about the design of the game and AI and all this stuff. And there's always supposed to be this, like the way they're trying to keep the economy and things running in this game is that uh, NPCs, 
AI will always be there to counter or to keep balance with what we may be doing as humans. So in other words, there's no, we can't corner the market. That's, that's the, right, the right. deal, right? We can't corner the market. Some games that's been an issue. Um, so a hall E, three, three hall E's decide to show up at a station. Mm. NPC driven, right? Okay. NPC driven, yeah. not, not gamer driven. Right. Is it is a deliberate effort to to change the market a little bit, right? Um, how do we compete against that? Uh, because there's always going to be this. I mean, I'm sure CIG is going to let the wave swing in each direction, right? You know what I mean? Um, yeah. But it's almost going to be one of those deals where it's like going to the casino where the house has the advantage, right? <laughs> the, yeah. the NPCs yeah. <laughs> to a certain degree will be there to keep balance. So that fast cart cannot become, you know, the king of Laranite. You know what I mean? He can make a lot of it. He can make a lot of it. Don't get me wrong, but he can't lock it down. Right. right. He can't shut out other players. There's always going to be this thing that offsets. Maybe there's the game will make it where a new mining strike gets found on some planet. And all of a sudden Laronite comes back into the market that wasn't there before. Right. Um, supply and demand changes because of that. Um, is is do you think with that being a factor with trade, it will be difficult to become the tycoon? Maybe you'll just become well known, but there's no real way for him to really I don't want to say corner the market, but in a way I am saying corner the market. I don't think I can corner the market, but become well known depending on how I go, go about things. But yeah. yeah, like like you said, it, it will be difficult. But uh and, and, and I say again, if you have some kind of um reputation already like maybe you're, you're a streamer i'm not talking about me particularly but maybe there's a streamer out, out there who's who's, who's who's um you know doing it on air mm -hmm. they, they can they can build a reputation in that way but mm -hmm. that's more of a of a matter or outside gaming rather than inside gaming yeah yeah that's tough mm. okay all right we're gonna hit this last topic here transportation I saw some good things in the chat that I want to highlight here because they were definitely on my brain. So we were on the same wavelength, but transportation, both personal and commercial. We talked about the idea of, we gave, use DK as an example with the Sega, with the Gen, I would say Sega Genesis. There you go. That's really got crazy. My brain is the, uh, the crusader. The yeah. The crusader Genesis. Uh, at least I didn't say the book of Genesis, but let's say the, the, the crusader Genesis, right? Um, we've got the E1. Uh, we've got the Phoenix, um, we've got this idea of even, believe it or not, the, 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 the ship that I want to use a lot for doing personal transport, like when people put out a beacon is the 85 X, um, mm. one, it's fast, it's nimble. I can get in places. Um, but even more, it's a two seater and nobody can shoot me. Nobody can shoot Almost. me. Nobody can shoot me when I'm in it. So the risk is mm. lowered so much lower. I have everybody coming up behind me and popping me in my head, right? Um, but even that ship for transportation, for getting people around. A couple of people mentioned in the chat about VIP movement, right? Um, things of that nature. Uh, or people who may be hired out because two orgs want to have a meeting somewhere and they want a neutral party to transport people. Mm. There's a lot of other weird gameplay role play areas in here where people can get known for, for transportation. Um, it's the Genesis, again, uh, from what CIG has told us. And of course, this is all what's on their whiteboard, guys. We don't know if it's going to be the final product, but one of the things they said is the way customers are treated. If they're served beverages or food, uh, whatever request they have, 
you have to have a crew on there to be able to serve these folks a certain way. If you get there on time, if you get there safely, there are all these factors that help build reputation. Um, so I'm wondering, you know, CIG has also implied that human gameplay should always exceed NPC gameplay. So somebody's going to be good at doing transportation and it's not going to be the NPCs. The NPCs may be adequate and average to get you there, but they're designing the game so that, you know, Dark Knight Airlines can actually build reputation in the game and be known. Now I'm curious when we go into the spaceports, you know, how they have the charts up there for flights and everything. Do you think that there'll be some form of ranking that goes there? That maybe that's how we can find out who the best transport company is that's player driven. How will we find out who those people are in the game? How many blackouts you experience? The what experience? How many times you black out in the <laughs> transportation? <laughs> the G forces. Uh, I, 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 I was gonna say I, I think I think it'd be more word of mouth outside the game rather than in, 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 in inside the game. But um, who knows? Maybe CID will find a way to implement something inside the game for for that stuff. Hmm. Huh. You don't think it'll be what inside? well when I say outside of the game. You just mean from people talking, like Discord, talking, yeah. sharing with each other, yeah, hey, check out these people. Okay. Right. My, and my question was, or, do you think they could implement it into, when you go into Spaceport, they, they list, they list, they, they list who's I don't, there. I don't know if they're going to, but they could, that, 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 that is a possibility. Or, you know, CID could um, implement a feature where people could, uh, could, could upload a, a, a commercial to advertise their stuff on the, um, in, in, inside the game. Yeah, I'm just trying to figure out a way so I'll know that I'm getting on Dark Knight Airlines and not Maniac Madness. You know what I mean? Like, I want to know the plane, the, the ship that oh, I decide to uh, charter well, or get on, that they, I know this person, you know. They said that, you, you know, Dark Knight could probably have a, a color scheme so the people would know that this is, this is his airline. Of course, other people can imitate it, but, you know, or maybe like a... Uh, icon emblem or something like that you put you put you put, 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 put on the, yeah that identifies that identifies him i'm saying how do i know that he's not a maniac i'm saying I what's the know, what's the scale that. of knowing that he is good at what he does that his airline game, his company know. yeah and that's why i'm asking do you think that maybe in the spaceport they have the listing of all the different carriers so do you think because remember they said that you're going to take missions right when you as, as a transport person and you're going to get rated on those missions. And I'm saying, can that become basically what I'm saying, Fast Car, is can that be the leaderboard? Can that become the way that when I want to know if I want to fly with somebody or hire somebody, I can go there and say, oh, Dark Knight Airlines is number three. You know what I mean? They're, 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 they're rated pretty highly. I'm just curious how we're going to find out that reputation on, on people that want to do transportation. So I don't know. <laughs> We're theory crafting, y'all. Theory crafting, keep yeah. this in mind. All but, this yeah, is theory crafting. Yeah, theory crafting, speculating. <laughs> mm -hmm. So... I had made the joke with the blackout or blacking out mm -hmm. or, or even whiting out. And, you know, um, even though we experience these things client side, I do wonder if they can record it on the server end. For example, ships may experience um, particular Gs when they're flying. Mm. Maybe there there's a particular threshold that yeah. if we cross it or a range of thresholds, if we cross it, that automatically rates us in some way. They implied um, that. They to, implied that. They implied yeah. getting them there safely was going to be a factor. 
Now, you know, I mean, like yeah. blowing up. I mean, the way the ride is, you know what I mean? <laughs> exactly. Yeah, you're exactly. doing 360s landing into the airport may not be a good thing, right? Yeah, exactly. <laughs> and perhaps if there are multiple stops, you, if you have the right team on board, if you can squeeze out, um, you know, the um, your system just the right pitch that you don't have to, you know, stop by a, a fueling station mm. and get to that, you know, final destination without having to delay um, that transport time, you know, perhaps all these things can be quantified. So the blacking out, the whiting out, the the number of Gs that the ship may experience on the way, um, partic- especially in, in case something, uh, in terms of danger or hostilities, yeah. how do you fly that ship to ensure that your passengers, you know, don't faint um, on your way mm. to your final destination? So maybe these can be, I don't know if they, if they are, um, quantify, um, recorded on the survey end, mm-hmm. um, you know, compared to what we experience. Yeah. Danger Hobo said they can have a TikTok social credit score. <laughs> yeah, I saw that. That, that may be technical. Uh, and uh, also, I want to bring up that there's obviously, obviously different types of transportation, like that VIP transportation that uh, I think we're, we're concentrating on. But, you know, just normal transportation where you try to get as many people to, to a place as possible um, for, for the best price. Mm-hmm. And, you know, um, CID, or, uh, I forget who, but um, they, 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 they've specified or state, stated that there may be um, variants for, for, for the Genesis Starliner. That, that one, yeah, but that, one, but, one is the Starliner, but, but maybe a, 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 another Genesis could be, could be concentrating on something else. Yeah, but that goes into other fields. They're not transportation. Mm-hmm. They had a cargo version and a military version and all that other stuff, but I'm keeping oh, it within okay. the context of transportation. And to your point, we're not just talking about VIP because like I got up here, I've got personal and commercial. And, commercial, and, yeah. and, and and you're right. The the both of those can be. And, and I, again, CIG is. Man, I don't want to get into the lore about the whole thing of flying around the UEE, but you actually have to be certified to be able to fly in UEE space, which is really interesting that they're going to actually do that. You have to have a permit to do it, so you just can't go out there and start flying people around using the spaceport. Well, a question I want to ask you guys is: Have you guys ever? transported somebody i mean that's all you did somebody needed a ride somewhere have you guys ever done that in the game or have you always just it's just you and your ship going where you got to go and that's it outside of xenothreat now is it outside of what oh xenothreat actually i think frasco did you track who was in that it wasn't a retaliator no it was somebody was flying when we were flying together and they were in I think a Redeemer or some ship. I, I was in a C- uh, M2, if that was me. It was the M2? Okay. Okay. Yeah. And, yeah, you, all, like, and you were all dropping somebody off or something? Or were you all just flying in the ship? I think we were just flying in the ship. But, okay, so um, y'all we ain't did no transport yeah, stuff. No. Uh, both of y'all <laughs> selfish. Y'all both selfish. Okay, that's what I wanted to know. Okay. All right. I have transported people, I have transported well, I people, <laughs> yeah, no, 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 this, this, yeah, yeah, no, 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 I want you to understand what I'm saying, Fast Car. I'm talking about were you an yeah. Uber for somebody? Did, no, was there somebody yeah, who needed not, a ride not, to get somewhere? Like that, no. Okay, okay. And then the reason why I'm asking is because there are times when people do need a ride to get from here to there or the drive, or for example, there may be times when even you're meeting up in a group and somebody says, hey, I'll ride with you. You know what I mean? So we do see that dynamic happens in the game. I am Right now, because everything's in Stanton, we don't do it that much because people can pretty much just bring their ship. But when we get more systems and we start spreading out, 
you won't necessarily be able to call up a ship. You will have to rely on either an NPC shuttle or someone to pick you up and drop you off if you don't have one of your ships in that area. Now, CIG has said there's going to be a mode to be able to call for your ship and have it brought, but that's not going to be instantaneous process. So there may be the time factor may be better to say, hey, FC's in the server. FC, where are you? Can you come pick me up and take me somewhere? Or to put out a beacon for someone who may be within the area and say, I, like right now in the game, it says so-and-so, so-and-so needs to be picked up and taken to here and you get paid. I think that's going to get, once we start getting other places, because some people aren't going to want to risk their ship. You know what I'm saying? Some people are not going to want to risk their ship. And like, I'll risk your ship going to Pyro. You know what I mean? <laughs> uh, you know, because I just need to get there. Once I'm there, I need, I, I'm hooked up with my friends or whatever. Uh, but I don't necessarily want to take my ship to Pyro because once I take it in, I also got to take that sucker out. Uh, but maybe I'm willing to pay you to take the risk. Maybe even you're a better pilot, Fast Cart. You know, maybe you honestly are a better pilot or you know the area better to get somewhere in a system that I, like Kyle Roddy was saying earlier, maybe I'm not familiar with it, but you have the knowledge and the ability to get me there safely. Um, so anyway, that could be another factor. And, for and, and Griffin, you, you, you mentioned uh, a maniac. Someone may not be a maniac, they, they may just be new. So they're just starting out and, and not, not, not knowing so, knowing so, um, right. the, the ins and outs of the game. Uh, one thing I want to mention, like maybe they had like the wrong mod in, in a game. Like everyone talking about the, the X1 or the, uh, the what is the good um, Quantum component that people like, oh like an X one or something like that X one yeah, or like the X one because mm -hmm. so, there are certain there are certain quantum components that like that like really get, 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 get you someplace really fast but eats up fuel really quickly so someone may be stranded because they 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 they, 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 they use the wrong, the wrong mod so you gotta be careful with that so yeah <laughs> yeah. No, absolutely. I mean, I think that all, when we talk about reputation, we I think we have to include with Cal Roddy, when you mentioned logistics, you want to have somebody not only that comes in the ship, but comes in the right ship that's equipped, that's prepared, that's ready. Um, you know, not to be funny, but we've been out on ships before and people just, they don't have food or water with them. You know, mm, what, what yeah. builds reputation if somebody says, hey, I've got food down in the kitchen. You know what I'm saying? I mean, there's all these little weird things that as the game builds out more, that right now may not seem significant, but later on could mean the difference in you being able to achieve something. If if you're jumping multiple systems and somebody happened to get on your ship and didn't pay attention, that they were at 28% liquid. And, you know, were you going to stop and pull over somewhere to put them to get a bottle of water? Or are you going to have water on your <laughs> ship? I'm just saying those things are going to mean something later on. You know. And also, not just the pilot or, or organization can can have a reputation. Passengers may have reputation too. True. Like if I'm known, and if I'm known as someone who goes on your ship and eat eat out of house and home, you're not gonna want me on on your ship anymore, right? Or transport anymore, because you know I I, I I drink everything. So yeah, that, that that's the other thing. Yep, very true. Yeah, I have quite a few friends that I know. Hint, hint, who love to come on your ship and eat your food up, but we won't <laughs> go there. Okay. All right. Well, anyway. Uh, you know, we know we've been all over the place here a little bit, guys, but we really want to focus in on this idea of being a tycoon, being beyond just wealth, but also what your impact is in the game, reputation, uh, whether that reputation is done because the game tracks it or whether it's because other players in the game or people in your org know what it is that you're really, really good at. 
but understand that reputation is going to be important, um, that they're designing a game where you actually can have some form of impact. You know, Fast Card says, I don't want to be, you know, the, uh, let me think of who's rich. He doesn't want to be the Elon Musk of, uh, of the game, but he does say, I want to be well off enough, you know, that I can bring yeah, in some money. I, 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 I don't want to be the top 1%, top yeah. 10% is fine. Top 10% is fine, <laughs> yeah. So if you guys want to find some really exotic things, you know, you know, Fast Card, you know, if, if there's that Banu, whatever it is, or that Xi'an <laughs> thing, that man, maybe Fast Card's got it, you know. I think players want to be able to build it up, which I think would be really, really cool. Um, but uh, anyway. I'm sorry, I'm laughing about New Soul. A new Soul, yeah. Yeah, all we asked is what was in the fridge. Yeah, I know. Like I said, I got some friends, just like I said. Okay. Anyway, um, let's go ahead. And, yeah, I know. We've got some Q&A. Okay. Well, go ahead, Fast Card. Go ahead. Go ahead and read off what we okay, got. This is from Carl. So let me drag this over so I can get the full screen. Okay, so from, uh, aside from the Star Fair, none of the RRR ships are on the progress tracker even now. What ship do we expect to be in player hands when Pyro releases in 20, well, you said 20, you mean um, to, uh, to, uh, three point, uh, well, 320, or, or you said 2020, but yeah, I, I, I guess you, you mean the year. But what, um, what do you expect to be in, in player's hands that are not in player's hands now when Pyro really? That's a good question. We were talking about this the other day is what does it take to go into Pyro? You know, mm -hmm. what, 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 you know, the, the other than what we have, because we know we don't have everything that we need to go into Pyro. And let's get rid of all the technical stuff, right? The, the server meshing and all that other stuff, get past all that. And let's just say Pyro's ready. Like a question would be, I'd ask chat, what are some of the ships that you guys think that we need to have? I know one of them, at least one of them that many of us have agreed on is going to be something like the uh, Liberator. I was going to say that, you stole, you stole my answer. Yeah, now, <laughs> now let me, but let me say this, we've also countered the Liberator because no one has seen the Liberator. The ship that we have seen is the Kraken. Now, I know that sounds pretty extreme because it's a cap and it's a very big ship and you would think we would see it on the progress tracker, which I would agree with you 100%. But I will say that every video that they just about, if I'm not mistaken, every video they've shown us with Pyro so yeah, far, okay, yeah. the Kraken has been in it. It was in the Jax videos. It was in the video for the, um, what's the called? Not the Antares. What's the other ship called? Yeah, the Antares commercial. It was in there. It was in the ship for the... Um, the RSI, I always figured out the name of that ship, the freaking X-Ring, X-Wing thing. The Scorpius. The Scorpius, it was in there. Um, the carrot keeps showing up. Um, Kraken. You know, I mean, Kraken, thank you. The Kraken, it keeps showing up. Um, but the reason why I'm saying that we know we need one of those is because, as you guys know, most of the fighters, I don't know about the heavy fighters like the Wardens. Uh, the wardens may be able to traverse that area and at least get to a station where they can refuel. Um, but most of the light fighters and the medium fighters, right now, I know some of the medium fighters, you can't even get from our corp past Hurston. You, you, you've got to, you can't go to Microtech. You've got to stop somewhere and fuel in between that area. And as someone mentioned earlier, um, and I said this earlier, that Pyro is two and a half times the size of, of uh, Stanton. So uh, we don't know how many fueling stations or places to refuel are. We know CIG has implied that the Starfarer has become has become of greater importance in that system. I, so, I hope they bring back the Cryastro and Pyro. Well, even if there's a Cryastro, the question is who's running it? You know, how safe is it mm. to go? To? If you remember when Cryastro was in Stanton, it was a it was a dangerous place. 
And that uh, was the Stanton. Yeah, that was in Stanton. <laughs> it was it was dangerous to go there. You get you could get lucky and go, and no one was there. But then you could get there sometimes, and there were people waiting for you, and you needed to refuel. And uh-huh. and, and once you got there, if you were low on fuel, you were stuck. You had to fight or yeah. die. Um, so whether we'll see something like that happen again in Pyro, again, we don't know where all the map, where everything is there. We know that there's Ruin Station. We know there are a couple other places that you can stop, but we don't know where they are on the map. We'll have to, unless they put it on the map, we'll have to find them. Um, so, you know, the Starfarer is it for now. The Starfarer has a decent amount of range on it. Um, and Cal Roddy mentioned this earlier about the fact that if the mechanic is placed in it where it can uh, pull hydrogen uh, so that it can create hydrogen fuel, that would be great. But right now it doesn't do that. We do know that it has a refinery in it and it has a refinery for itself inside of it. So it can refuel itself. But uh, for right now, that's it. The Vulcan is a smaller ship. I don't think the range is there for it. I think it's meant to work within a system, but I don't know. We'll have to see what else is out there. Which one would be nice? But I don't see that coming. Well, even if it is, it doesn't it doesn't help you out with refueling, you know. Mm-hmm. Um, so yeah, I, I don't know. The Galaxy class ships are not the Galaxy, the Odyssey. You're able to refuel a small sure. snub on side of that. There's a, a fueling port inside of its hangar, but that's just for a small ship. So I thought I thought the, I thought the, the Odyssey could only fuel itself. The no, the Galaxy can only use the, the the Quantanium that is fueled from it. But there is a fueling area inside of uh, it. Okay, but, yeah. but you can't sell the fuel or offload anything like that. The Quantanium you pull is just for it. So yeah, we'll have to see what happens. That's a good question. Uh, but you know, CIG, if they're going to put us in Pyro, they've got to give us ways to move ships around and for us to transport things and. We have a last minute question. You want to sure. take it or go ahead, read it. You can read uh, it. This is from this is from MT Stunner. Uh, do Drake ships need to be? Uh, <laughs> do Drake ships need to be wrapped in bubble wrap before traveling through a jump gate? <laughs> <laughs> oh, Stunner, you're gonna get those Drake fans all riled up. You're gonna get them all fired up. I tell you. Short answer, yes. <laughs> that's the short answer, huh? Okay, that's the short answer. Okay, well, listen. Um, we are wrapping up the show and we've had great conversations today with my buddies Fastcart and Cal Roddy. Uh, FC, why don't you talk about what we got coming up? Uh, Cal Roddy, you cover next Saturday and I'll cover next Sunday. So on Thursday, we have Soul Talk. We talk to members of the community with a, uh, it's a uh, open mic group, uh, open mic talk where people can come in on Discord and talk with us about what's going on in Star Citizen Live, what's going on in ISC, um, Inside Star Citizen, and uh, this week on Star Citizen in general. So it's a, it's, a, it's a great show, in my opinion. We always have fun. And, you know, we could kick back and relax and talk Star Citizen. So that's it's Thursday, 9 p.m. Eastern, 1 a.m. UTC. Karate. All right. And Saturday, 3 p.m. We have. You are chopping up badly. Yep. I am. Oh, man. Okay. Let's go. Okay. So we got 3 p.m. Eastern time. Woo! This Saturday, we have, you know, we talk about all the voices of the community, Spectrum, Reddit, you name it, 
everywhere. You guys can hear me? Nice. So come in, you know, voice your opinions about different topics. Uh, you know, we, we even have, of course, the player haters occasionally. You know, tune in for that too because I missed the last time. Well, a certain person missed the last time. I know they want to chime in again. And, of course, it's a series of different, you know, events right after Soul Voices. I'm going to let you handle that first. All righty. We, we actually have one I more question. Somebody, you should just do that all the time from now on. Okay. <laughs> We've got one more question, actually. Uh, Admiral Kusanagi asked, he said, how will stations receive supplies and fuel? Will the Holdi be able to deliver fuel? Um, we haven't talked about a station being out of fuel. Um, yes, there, there, there are some things that we didn't talk about. One of those things, remember mentioned earlier about the impact of NPCs in the universe. Um, we don't have it right now, so it's very easy for us to forget that NPCs are going to be doing a lot of what we do as well. CIG said that, for example, if a um, settlement or a station needs fuel, there will be a mission that will go out saying that it's needed, and it will be for players to fulfill that mission. But if players do not fulfill that mission within a certain time frame, an NPC will fulfill that mission. So the demand will be there for us to respond to, but take into consideration that the servers will fluctuate with how many people are playing the game at any given time. There will be high times when there are a lot of people playing, times when it's lower, but they're gonna build it out in such a way that if that station needs something, maybe there's a, <clears throat> there could be some dynamic event reason why that a fuel station runs out. Maybe there's because a blockade pops up, right? Some type of blockade pops up. The nine tails decide to shut down an area and set up a blockade. And now there's a mission report that goes out and says, hey, not only do we need fuel, but there's a blockade preventing anybody from getting here. That could be a form of dynamic gameplay that happens. But then again, there's also just the regular fact, like, like bases are right now, that they run out of some type of resource. Maybe it's medical supplies, whatever it is. The call goes out, it gets delivered. Uh, whether it's whatever ship it is, whole D. Now, don't forget in the lore, the whole C is the most used oh, ship. Common yeah. ship for trade, not by players, but in the universe. NPCs, because NPCs yeah. too. So if we're not delivering it, there's still a nine to one ratio, if I'm not mistaken, nine to one ratio, where they will still where they will still be able to deliver it. But the option will go to us first. And then if we don't respond and it's needed, then the NPCs will fulfill whatever that order is. So that's the basics on that. Yeah, I'm just disappointed I didn't have any more bright ideas, but that's the way it goes sometimes. Yeah, it's okay. It's all right. All right, last but not least, uh, let's talk about next week, next Sunday. Next Sunday, we are going to be covering United Earth Empire. We have never really done a show focused in on the UEE, who they are, what they are, why they are, and next week is going to be that conversation. really want to encourage you guys to be here for that because... We always hear about the UEE. We've got Invictus and all this other stuff. We've had the elections, but a lot of folks don't know about how the UEE was formed and also how the UEE is going to tie into Squadron 42. Don't forget that in order to be a citizen of the UEE, that's not something that happens automatically. It's something that you actually have to do to become a part or to be considered a citizen. So we're going to be going over the information next week about the United Earth Empire, the UEE. We're going to talk about its impact, the Messers, the history, 
Earth versus Terra, all that great stuff next week. So you guys definitely want to be here for that conversation. Terra, Terra. Terra, yeah, I know. Terra, Terra. Okay, that's it. We are done for today. I want to thank everybody who jumped in today and gave us comments in our chat. Thank you guys so much. You guys shared a lot of great information. We were, I know was we lively. covered a lot of ground today, but hopefully those of you who want to become tycoons and dominate and be well-known in the game, hey, the universe is yours. Have at it. Feel free to do it. Go for it. That's what I would tell you. Um, I want to say thanks, special thanks to Fast Cart and to Calrati, who shared a lot of great stuff today, their thoughts today. Really appreciate you guys. Don't forget about our charity drive for St. Jude Children's Hospital. Don't forget to pass information on. Don't forget to follow us in our social media. Don't forget to check out our merchandise. Thank you, Moonbiter, for dropping in. Appreciate you following us. Tell some other folks about us. Uh, and again, thank you guys for being here on a Sunday evening. We always appreciate you guys. By the way, if you are not a follower of ours on YouTube, YouTube people, we saw you out there today. Thank you guys for your comments there. You guys click on our YouTube channel and do our follow. We're only 10 people away from having our 1500 uh, subscriber mark passed. So Woo! we just need 10 people to go over there and click on it and say, yep, I'm subscribing. You're not paying for anything. You're just subscribing. But we really would appreciate you guys because you guys have been really faithful. We're at 2517, 2517 here on Twitch. We want to cross the 1500 mark. So please do that. Click on our YouTube channel. Click on that and subscribe. And we appreciate that. Okay. We're going to get ready to send you guys over to Robotic Nature. I don't think we've ever um, sent anything to Robotic Nature before. So when you get over there, let Robotic Nature know that you came over from the Soul Citizens. If you like what you see, of course, follow them. And again, thank you guys for being here. Stay safe. Take care of yourselves. And as always, peace, love, and soul. See you guys soon. Take care. Bye.